There it is, Thursday, the 27th day of July, 2023. Good morning. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. That is me. There's Nelson. Good morning. And uh, Mickey, who's helping us out today, rolling in here in a few minutes. I think she had to go potty. Mm -hmm. It happens. Uh, Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also use that to get on the text machine. 916-909-0985. 916-909-0985. Messaging data rates apply. Uh, you can stream us, get uh, the podcast after the fact, or, I don't know, uh, past podcast, the Odyssey app in the baileyshow.com and on social media. Listen to the BS. Also in the YouTube at the Bailey Show. Nikki has a disease. What kind of disease? You have the I'm oblivious to life disease. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen anything like it. What does that mean? It means that you are a very intelligent woman. I am. Most of the time. But I, you it doesn't s- appear that way. Well, that's that's my point. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> you know, like when you meet somebody that you know is is, is smart. I mean, they're, they're not dumb on life. And definitely, without a doubt, street smart. But they do some of the silliest things. <laughs> and there's no explanation for it. And And the things that they do are so silly... That it makes you angry. <laughs> Why? Why would you be angry? Here's what I'm saying. When you do things, I'm going to explain to everybody what I'm talking about here in a second. Outside of the 60 pounds that my truck weighed. Uh, 60 pounds? Listen, <laughs> I think my brain was just stuck with the truck thing. I meant to say 6,000, I'm sure. I don't think so, because your next guess did. was 100. Yeah. <laughs> so you went Because from- you had already thrown me off with the look on your face, and I'm like, golly, what? Okay, I must say something really crazy. It, it angers, maybe it's just a me thing. I don't know. It angers me when sometimes you say silly things because I think you're, it's like you want to help them. Uh-huh. You know, like if you're walking, <laughs> it's like if you're walking down the street and you see someone that's down on their luck, uh-huh. you know, they don't have a place to live. They, you know, th- their hair's all disheveled and they're, they're asking for money and, you know, you want to help this person. You stop and you give them something or you give them some money, you give them something to eat, and you start having a conversation, which I've had many conversations with people in that situation, and you just hear how much they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And you get angry because you're like, what is your problem? You can do so much. <laughs> That's completely different. You are the equivalent to a homeless person. No, I'm not. Not <laughs> at all. Well, let me rephrase that. You're the equivalent to a homeless person. With promise. There you go. (laughs) With promise. No, sometimes I just have blind moments, and sometimes I look at things differently than everyone else. That's all it is. 60 pounds? Stop playing that now. (laughs) 60 pounds? (laughs) 60 people in here. 60 cents? 50 people. (laughs) 50 people in here. Oh, part of the Jackson 5. I gotcha. Okay. Uh, So here's what she did this morning. This is why I'm talking about this. Is she just got herself a a, a new uh, coffee cup? Yes. She's very excited about this coffee cup, <laughs> and uh, and and I and I figured that's what was yours when I went to go make my my own cup of coffee. Now I have one of these little travel silver tumblers mm-hmm. that uh, does not have a handle. The top is the plastic, the run of the mill plastic with the the black plastic that you slide back to take your sippy and then you push the black plastic back up mm-hmm. when you're done taking your sippy so the coffee doesn't get on you. Mm-hmm. Nothing fancy. Nikki D's got this cup about the same height. Yeah. It's got a handle mm-hmm. that's got all these pretty colors, yep. all Nikki D colors. It's pink and this blue. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Right? 
just like Nikki D. She's fabulous. <laughs> this thing is fabulous. And the top has got a very similar top with the plastic and the black plastic that you push yeah. and you push back. So as I, we a couple minutes before the show started, I go to take a sip of my coffee, and she makes the comment of, our cups are like the same. It's basically <laughs> the same cup. It's basically the same cup. No, Nikki, it's not even close. No. I mean, not even freaking close. Like, where did that come from? Are you saying these things just to make conversation with me? No, I don't have to just make conversation with you. That's me trying to help. I was saying that as in, like, (laughs) we both have our own personal lives, coffee cup tumbler things. So it's like, look, we're not using, like, cups out of the (laughs) kitchen or, like, the paper ones people use. Like, we got the same type of tumbler cups is what I was saying. I got to break it down so hard. Personal? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. No, she said personalized. What does that say about your personality? That's you're just plain silver. Call me Silver Fox. <laughs> oh my God! Colors sparkly purple. Y'all take everything too literal. It's not well, literal. It's the English language. Like you can't just go change definitions of words because they make sense in your head. Yeah. You, oh my God! Can't believe the airline. I said bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Do they not understand that what that stands for? That means that you look good when somebody says you look the bomb. Damn right. You like the bomb. Bitches yes. on my boob. <laughs> it's an alliteration. <laughs> Can't believe they took me in that room and checked my chest. Okay, well, how about this? I like your cup. Yeah. It looks nice. Thank you. There you go. I'll just say that. I can't say anything in here. Oh, I'm just happy we both have personalized. We do. <laughs> matching cups. <laughs> we get a lot of pictures of this on the social today. I hope you know. You know. Here's what I fear. Oh my god. This is my biggest fear now. You know. What? Is that a day that one of us is just not feeling well? Uh huh. And we get them mixed up. We <laughs> won't. <laughs> Get that mixed up. my cup. Man. God. I thought I got it personalized for a reason. <laughs> so, Nelson, if you can keep an eye out. I will. I'll make sure I watch that she doesn't pick up your cup on accident. Maybe. Do you have a black Sharpie? Uh. <laughs> we can put our names. You don't have to because it's already personalized. You don't have to write on it. Maybe we'll put a code or something on the bottom. <laughs> All right, uh, so we have uh, Wake Island tickets to give to you here in the 7 o'clock hour. We'll do a game called Nothing Personal. For those not familiar with it, uh, it's a lot of fun. We uh, go and to a super secret special website and find real stories of people here in Sacramento that are looking for love, and uh, they're still looking for it. So you just have to figure out who's talking, man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman, and Nikki D will help you out. She's actually pretty good at that game. I am. So we'll have the four-pack of tickets uh, for you on that. When we return, uh, so the whole Jace, you know, like there are some silly things that we spend way too much time on. This Jason Aldean thing is 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 one of them, in my opinion. Uh, the video that he did for what this uh, try that in a small town, yeah, right. Uh, still got everybody up in up in arms, but something's changed in the last twenty four hours. Whether it was Jason Aldean and his camps. Uh, doing on purpose or not, there is an explanation 
on why the video that has caused so much controversy <laughs> has changed. We'll have that conversation here in a minute. Hang on. The Bailey Show. Oh, quickly, Nelson, were you drinking last night? Mm. Are you sure? No. It did look like it, though, didn't it? It did. Because I even asked him, like, what did you what did you get to drink? So last last night we were invited to our show sponsors, Sky River Casinos Media Night. Yes. And we love Sky River. We love everybody over there. And uh, and it was a fantastic spread. And I'll talk more about this later because there are a lot of things that took place that <laughs> things should be discussed out loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like the text messages you were sending me. Uh, yeah, the ones that you did not respond, and I had to, I have a, a yeah, I have a feeling I know why you didn't respond. What text yeah, messages? it wasn't proper. Well, for me to respond, <laughs> you were you're supposed to physically respond. I couldn't. Not like with your fingers, but like with your feet. Like come over. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah. Sorry. Why are you looking like what? that? What? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. <laughs> He thinks he thinks it's his fault all the time. So you've quit drinking. I have. Yeah, Nelson has quit drinking. But last night you were walking around with this little foo foo thing. Yeah, and you know what? I realized as I was walking around with it that it was probably a mistake. I should have just gotten like some water or like, because I had it in my head that like people were going to be like, "Well, why aren't you drinking?" You know, because everybody's like sampling their uh, tequila. Old, yeah, they had the, the tequila, tequila flights, out, so. and it, yeah, all of that. The old fashioned. So it was that drink that I told you that I've been into that mocktail since I gave up drinking, and I had a. Uh, it's just like a, a ginger beer. And um, cranberry juice, mm. but it looks like it looks like a girly drink, doesn't it? So I thought you were. I wasn't going to say anything. I was like, oh, I guess he's off the wagon. <laughs> no, I'm still on the wagon, but I just didn't want to like. Weren't you drinking? Have to explain it all the time because sometimes maybe it doesn't happen as much now that you're older. But you know, when you were younger, if you weren't drinking and everybody else was drinking, can I let that you? That was actually why. Can I let you in on something? Uh huh. Nobody cares. Okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> really, they don't. Nobody cares, and the only people that would care. Are the two people in this room right now? Uh-huh. And I can promise you, we don't care oh, okay. if you're no. drinking or not. No, no, I'm not. Nobody cares. I would have said something if he was drinking, just because he told us that he quit. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. not what he's. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that nobody. Like people would say, "Why aren't you drinking? Why aren't you drinking?" Yes, uh-huh. I agree with that. Yeah, agree if with that. if he were drinking, yeah, I would have said something too. Mm-hmm. You know, to help him out and be like, "Dude, what are you doing? Right. That's fine. Here, why don't you drive home?" You know, right. then really learn your lesson by killing a family of four with their dog. You right. Know, go ahead and do that. And then living through it and having to suffer. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. No, no. But he wasn't. It was a joke. Yeah. I got I'm glad we saying. can laugh yeah, about it. I got what you're saying. I got But if he weren't drinking, nobody cares. <laughs> but you know what? To his to his credit, when I used to, like, not drink at all, I wouldn't even pretend to drink. People would do that to me. They'd be like, oh, you aren't drinking? You don't want to drink? And I'd be like, no, I don't drink. It, thank you. And they would try to pressure me. Okay. How do I say this? How do you say? How that? do you say it? I think he said it. Uh, Sixty pounds. There, there's a difference, Nikki D, with you going out with your friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How does it sound like it's about to be an insult? What I'm listening. I think it might not be an insult. Actually, <clears throat> I'm gonna bet not insult. Well, and you have a lot of friends, and I you do. have a lot of people close to you, and you, you know, you're, and you're, plus you're a woman, and mm-hmm. they're women. Nelson. His roster's kind of light. I did not see this. I thought it was. I thought it was going to be the type of friends I had. He's yeah. talking about. But he's saying you don't have any friends. <laughs> he's not really that wrong. He's not all. I, I said that nicely, right? You did say it nicely. Your yeah. roster's light. Yeah, you soften the blow, definitely. <laughs> 
it doesn't make it any less true. <laughs> right? So there's nobody. There's no one to ask, why aren't I drinking? How do I say Nobody that? to hound you. Nobody cares. How do I, I think say? he put it earlier. <laughs> How do I say that? <laughs> How do you say it? <laughs> oh, my God. There's not a physical presence around you. <laughs> To, to call you out on if you're drinking or not. <laughs> so back to my original point, no one cares. <laughs> like, literally, no one cares. Not metaphorically, literally, <laughs> no one cares. Oh, <laughs> but let me rephrase that. No one is there to care. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. There it is. <laughs> no there care. Uh, but there's more to this story that we will uh, talk about later. I can't wait. Especially well, I can't can I. wait. The text messages. I really want to know what was going on. The text messages that were never <laughs> replied to. And I think I know why. Jason Aldean, uh, for those that don't know, uh, he's a country music artist. Uh, he's a very popular country music artist. And he's got a lot of controversy right now because he's got this video. Try that in a small town. And there's people that are up in arms about this video. Here's one of the things that bothers me about this whole story mm-hmm. is every time I read something on this damn video and this Jason Aldean guy is everybody's saying how they're upset with the song. No one is upset with the song. No. They're upset with the video. With the video. That's I wish you'd get the terminology correct because mm-hmm. this song's been out for months and there's nothing in the song that is is even close to controversial. There's nothing suggestive in it or anything. But people are upset that there's footage in the video that has old school slavery ties from the South, mm-hmm. as well as some of the protests like during the Black Lives Matter stuff right. that was going on, uh, which he's got every right to put that stuff in there. I mean, there's a million videos out there with things that are happening in the world I, I i still don't understand why 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 there's like a handful of people that are upset now here's what happens is right there's a the the vocal minority gets upset they go on social media and then the other people that are just kind of bad they jump on the bandwagon <laughs> and it snowballs into a big thing and it snowballs into a big thing and this mm-hmm. dude's going What's happening right now? I was just trying to talk about my small town, <laughs> which, by the way, Macon is not a small town. It's not at all. It's a city. <laughs> it's a city. They they had uh you know there's like every angle that certain media outlets are trying to pull from the story, and I saw one grab a black comedian from Macon, and uh, which that's funny in itself, right? So they grab a black comedian from Macon. He's like, man, I, there's nothing racist in this whole video, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it was like a right-leaning kind of publication, uh-huh. you know, just trying to find out, you know, what it is. I, I look, I, I don't. My politics are I'm in the middle, I, and I know a lot of people say that. But I, I, if I can make fun of it, I'll make fun of it, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't care. You know, what I care about is me and my family. That's what I care about in this country. Feeding your kids. But, 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 I, 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 I hate it. It's funny. We live in a world where we we teach about equal this and. No division, and this is but our democracy, our republic is built on division. <laughs> it's well, literally right. it's built on dividing two sides of a room. They literally sit on two sides of a room, <laughs> and they, one stands up and one sits down. But yet, you have these people that are ninety years old in their suits telling us what we need to do and how we need to to work together when they can't even do it. Yep. So anyway, um, six seconds of this video has gone missing. In the last, you know, 48 plus hours, something like that. 
And the reason being, supposedly, is that some of the footage showing the violence at the Black Lives Matter rally that was shot by Fox 5, Fox 5 yes. in Atlanta, mm-hmm. the, 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 the way that you're supposed to get that footage is you ask, and this is how I read this went down. They asked for permission, which is the first step. Mm-hmm. The Aldean camp asked for permission. Fox 5 said, okay, well, we need to, we, you can have the footage. It's not a problem, but we need to, to see the song. You know, what are you putting it into? So they, I think they sent, they sent the video or they, they sent the audio. They sent the audio, but not the video. The, no, but not the written song. They're supposed to send oh, the written, okay. supposed to spend what it, what it, on paper. Sure. And they didn't do that. So that's their excuse for having to pull the six seconds of video. I don't believe that no. at all. No, it's just because of the uproar and everything that's gone on. They want their imagery pulled from that video. Yes, but that wasn't the issue, right? It wasn't it, that. That wasn't the problem. Them showing you why? Why the hell can't you show what went on during that time? There was a lot of crappy things that took place. I mean, mm-hmm. we lived it. I mean, the footage that they were taking in was in mine and Nikki's backyard. I'm literally, literally at my house. The first night of these protests, which I lived about 25 minutes away from, with an uh, Atlanta Police Department a cop at my house, and we're listening to this whole thing go down on his CB, on his right. radio. So I knew that the tear gas was coming before they, they knew the tear gas was coming. Oh, no. So I'm watching the news and listening to his radio and going, oh, boy, you guys got something coming here in about a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to get. I'd like to give you a heads up, but got to tell you, you kind of deserve it. You know? Is there any chance it's a uh, uh, forward-thinking programmer at Fox going, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll pull the footage. It doesn't necessarily make us look bad, but then we'll be in the headlines because people will be saying our name because we removed our footage. No, I, I don't think that's it. Uh, I, 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 I think they just somebody, – somebody with the stroke, you know, said, hey, look – this is just bad, and you know probably some corporate type person, mm. and just said, "Hey, we got we got to do it." Whether he knew about it or not, I think it makes Jason Aldean look bad. You know, and now here's what happens, right? So if you compare this to the Bud Light stuff, which again is another silly thing people are upset about. So you you do like the the Bud Light thing. The the campaign didn't even happen, right? right. It was the whole trans it thing. It was leaked. It was leaked, mm-hmm. and so people found out about what was possibly going to happen. Right. They get upset. They boycotted. Bud Light takes a huge hit. It continues to take a huge hit. Then they come back. They fire everybody that was involved, and they try to redo it like it never even happened. Right. So now they get backlash from both sides, right? The original side that if you're catering to the trans audience or the mm-hmm. LBTGQ community, you know, they were like, very cool. Thank you. That's nice. And then they retract it. And now they're like, hey, screw you, dude. Exactly. Right. You didn't stand for something. <laughs> so you can't win. And now you're going to have the fans that supported Jason Aldean and the video mm-hmm. going, dude, what are you doing? You can't do that. Like, we were with you. And now you're going back and you look like we're. You know, well, he doesn't have a choice in this case. So I don't know how they'd even be mad at him with that. He had to take it out. Yeah. I don't know. He still hasn't apologized, so he hasn't gone back on anything. Right. He still stands firmly by his video and his audio. Well, there's nothing to apologize for. No, that's what I'm saying. So his fans wouldn't be upset because he's not apologizing to the public for being upset with him. This song, uh, my wife uh, and I and my daughter went out to dinner the other night, and this song was playing in the kitchen, and it was an open kitchen. 
And it just sucks that, you know, our minds go this way. And I hear it. And the song's catchy. You know, yeah. it's not the best song I've ever heard, no. but but the song is catchy. There's it's no doubt. It's a Jason Aldean song. Uh, yeah, it's a Jason Aldean song. Right. So I'm listening to it. I'm going, well, this place probably nobody would complain, but you're going to have that one person, you know. And then what happens to the, the you know, it's like, who put that on the radio on the back? <laughs> right. That, right. That goes gone. Over a freaking song. Short order cooks right. out of right. here. Right. <laughs> And, and that's the other thing. The song has nothing to do with it, Mm-mm. you know. So I don't know if country radio has pulled it or you know whoever's no. pulled, whatever the case may be. It's all about the video. Yeah, because CMT pulled that, so it's not showing. And even this one now, where they've pulled it from a sixty seconds, where can you watch it at YouTube? Oh, I'm sure. Well, I mean, the from his Vivo account is it's definitely gone. You know what I mean? They've re-uploaded it on that video. You okay. definitely can't watch it in a small town because there's no internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he should do: is try watching this. Try watching my video in a small town where there's only dial-up that doesn't work all the time. McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, everybody's at the local Starbucks trying to watch the video. <laughs> you know, people get upset over the silliest things, man. I, I, I it's. I just don't understand where you find the time. I really don't. It's exhausting. It's, it has to be. I don't know because I, I don't do it. But You don't do it? I don't. You literally just got upset with me because I compared our cups. Oh, and that? you said it made you mad. Okay, let's take a couple things into consideration, oh, yeah. please. Oh, yeah. I have a radio show to do. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was an observation. That's my job. Mm-hmm. I've moved on. Yeah, but I think you'll be mad tomorrow. And I was not mad. There's a difference between, you know when I'm mad. (laughs) There's a difference between me being mad and me poking fun. I was poking fun. Oh, okay. It was an observation. Okay. People are mad about this. (laughs) He's not making a sign. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He might come in tomorrow with a sign. I wasn't out out there protesting with a sign about the cups. And how blonde you are. I'll see when I pull in tomorrow. He has a side. You know, you, you wonder if people that get this upset over these silly things are real. You know, or are we just run by bots? That right, Because social media definitely is. Yeah, because if you go, you know, like if I see a troll hit or something and I'll go to their, their social media, they got nothing there. You know, it's like it's just reposts of other troll accounts. Yeah, or twenty the, followers. And there's something like this guy yesterday had, had made a comment, and I went to his profile picture. And I'm like, there's no way somebody's kids are that ugly. So you're like, you're wondering if they're just like pulled. No, some of these people are real. Their kids are ugly. Their wives are ugly. There's, it's. I don't believe it. <laughs> they do. I just don't believe it. There's got to be some type of like Getty Images Bizarro World that you pull like a category of God. Now with AI, they don't even need that, right? You know, so because they're just. I mean, creating. You can type in Family Guy characters in real life, and it will spit out a human version of Peter Griffin. So you can basically make anything with AI now. Can you remember another video growing up? We, because, well, I grew up in the day and age of videos. I don't know if you guys did. Yeah. But I watched videos, yeah, when I was younger. But you didn't sit there in front of MTV for 48 minutes waiting for Thriller to come on. No, no I didn't. Okay. So that's <laughs> after that. That's my journey. Yeah, you guys came after that <laughs> where there was a mix of videos with mm-hmm. numerous reality shows. Yeah, like I remember people's older brothers that were my age, my buddies that had older brothers, they would be doing that. And they'd be like, come and sit down and watch MTV. We're you were like, watching videos in between Dan Cortez parachuting out of yes. an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So I watched them. I was sitting there, wait 48 minutes for, for Thriller to come on so I can learn the dance. And I would watch it, try it, and then wait another 48 minutes. And 
try to do that. But I can't remember a video. I guess maybe Madonna with the cone bra. No, the um, uh, prayer song. Oh yeah, like a prayer, like a prayer, because mm-hmm. the the Jesus character was black. Oh right, right. Yep. People were upset about that. People were upset about oh, that. My mm-hmm. gosh, of course they were. You know, and she's like the Catholic girl, right? She that was her gimmick. She was the Catholic yep. Italian girl. She actually went after Sinead O'Connor after she ripped the Pope up, which we'll get to her in a little bit. Right. Uh, so, but yeah, I can't think of another music video that was pulled. No, I mean the performances they would always go out. You know, yeah. like when she, like um, like a virgin, she humped the stage. Yep. And that was dirty. But I can't think of, of anything else that growing up that people were upset about in the videos. Yeah, me either. I'm sitting here trying to think. Madonna's the only one. Yeah, because she was so shocking right. for them. And that, well, that was good. You wanted the shock and all. I mean, the, the 80s and the 90s were the shock and all generations where, you know, any promotion was good. I mean, you had marketing people that were like, you know what I think is a good idea is... Uh, I think you need to cheat on your wife. You know? <laughs> and I think you need to do it in public. Right? And we're going to plant cocaine on you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, we can't do anything with the law. We'll pay all of your fees, but we are going to move some albums. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but you'd have guys in suits. Actually. I mean, I back in the 90s, I remember sitting in meetings, you know, with, with management, uh-huh. talking about things that, like, if a management would even think today, a manager would even think today to get fired. It was a, that was good times, you know, the shocking all days. Yeah, but what do you got to do to shocking on now? You know what I mean? Like, you got to go extra ham. No, no, no. I'll tell you what it is. Uh-huh. Honesty. Yes. I've that's said this exactly before. what it is. Honesty is, the, is today's current shocking all. And it's silly because you should be honest and you should be real and you should express yourself. Uh, but if you're honest with somebody that disagrees with what your honesty is. Mm-hmm. All hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose. That's shocking. Yep. Yeah, you got me. I can't believe you said that. Well, that's how I feel. Whoa. You can't feel that way out loud. You, you have can't. to quietly feel that way. You can't do that. Bite your tongue. Mm-hmm. Anyway, find the old version of the Jason Aldean video and save it before it all goes away. It's a collector's item. It's a collector's item. Maybe find it on 4chan. Oh, no. Don't go to 4chan. Or the black market. Uh, all right. First round of headlines. Nikki D. I'm going to tell you what's returning to schools and what caught on fire in New York. Uh, okay, two big stories from today. Getting learned a little bit here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Well, sponsored by Good Guys Heating and Air. Good Guys Heating Cooling.com. That is their website. Best service, best price. That is guaranteed. That's no BS. As they say, first round of headlines, Nikki D. Wood is coming back to classrooms, H1. Yeah. <laughs> we need as humans opportunities to work with our hands together. And this engages students, all students, and especially the hard-to-reach students, in ways that working on tablets or worksheets can never achieve. High school shop class is back, and it's showing students alternatives to a traditional college. I did a story probably a couple weeks ago about how the workplace, blue-collar type jobs are uh, short on people coming in or applying because we're pushing college and things like that on kids, and they don't have the trades or the skill for trades. So this article came out by CNBC that's saying they're bringing the wood shop classes back 
to show kids something else to do other than just saying you have to go to college. Another thing that I even noticed with, you know, my daughter being in high school, they don't even have classes like when I was in high school, the home economics type classes and agriculture, those type things. So I wonder if they're going to bring those things back as well. So is that what your story says? Mm-hmm. What everything you just said right there? Yeah. Okay. I don't agree with that. I, I don't think that's the reason they're bringing it back. Okay. I There is... For some reason, this vibe of I don't want to go to college, and maybe it's because of the debt that you'll be in. You see the stories, and will the government come? Blah 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 blah. blah, blah. Uh, maybe that's it. I don't know. But my daughter, who just graduated high school, and I'm this is all I'm basing it off of, <laughs> is okay. like her generation is if they're unless they're going to play athletics, they're not. The majority of them were not all pro college. Which is crazy because when I got out of high school, now I went to go play uh, a sport, um, but I was so excited. I mean, I, it was it was the next step of my life. It was freedom. It was responsibility purgatory, as I like to call it, and tell my daughter. It, it, there's just that excitement is not there. They want to jump into the workforce. I'm like, what is wrong with you? You've got at least another four years of having the best time of your life. I had better times in college than I did in high school. And I well, loved high school. Sure. You yeah. know, and I don't understand it. So, I I think they're bringing it back because of the shortage in the blue collar field. Yes, I agree mm-hmm. with that. But also because there's this back. I I I would bet that there are not as many people applying to go to colleges or attending college that it's diminishing. Let's just say. I could agree I with that, that as well. I think all of that ties into this story. This is kind of what it was saying as well. They're not going to college they're not traditionally going to college so they're giving them other alternatives of things to do than just getting out and going to do fast food and stuff like that because I know even a friend of mine her daughter she doesn't even have a desire to almost finish high school now because she went and got a job and is getting that easy quick fast money living at home Mm. and that's all she wants to do is work god I I told my daughter this and her friends you know trying to give them pep talks because I was trying to get her friends to go to college I'm very much pro-college and um you know, they want to go out and, and, and make their money mm-hmm. and this and this and this and that. And I'm like, you guys just don't get it. You don't get mm-hmm. it. Here's what's going to happen, especially if you get into the service industry world. Mm-hmm. You will be sucked in. You are going to be addicted to the cash dollar in your purse, those tips or whatever it may be. And it's easy money, but you're not realizing all these bills that your parents pay for right now. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and how quickly mm-hmm. that cash money goes away it, it, versus building to something. Now, granted, I went to co- I'm not bashing those that do not go to college. Don't get it twisted. I'm just very much pro-college. And it's not even for the degree. It's not for the education, really. It's for the life experience. experience. Yeah. It's that gateway to the real world. Yep. Uh, that's the biggest reason why I'm pro-college. Is, is for that reason. And truth be told, I'm not using my degree. Like, I've got a degree in journalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you call this journalism? Yeah. We just spent 20 minutes talking about a cup. I know, but I it's mean- closer than like, <laughs> It's closer than the people with an art degree that are working in HR, you know? Exactly. You know, so uh, they also should call shop class those without a father class, bastard class. <laughs> I mean, there's probably kids in there I, with fathers. <laughs> and I know, but I think I, that's also another thing is like people like me that grew up without a dad to teach them how to find a stud in a wall, mm-hmm. how to put an anchor in drywall, right. how to fix drywall, what to do if, you know, the screw is, uh, is stripped. Like all these little things that every guy should know how to do. 
Change the oil in a car. I saw this man teaching his son how to put gas in the car when I was getting gas the other oh night. And I remember thinking, that is so cute. Like, I mean, I teach my daughter things too, but I'm like a dad teaching his little son how to pump gas. He's yeah. going to be proper. Oh, every time I see it, I'm 40, young man. I'm 48 and I see it, I cry. I mean, I didn't cry, well, but I, don't I thought cry, it was cute. I, I call Nelson to cry for <laughs> me. Yeah, I do. I will. <laughs> well, that's what they should call it, bastard class. Okay. For, They're not going to do that. For yeah. people like me that grew up without a dad that didn't learn how to do Like, I had to have stepfathers teach me how to do stuff. No, 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 I'm sorry. They didn't even do it. I had to have women that I dated or married's fathers huh. teach me how to do it. Like, Rachel's father, uh-huh. Poppy, that dude is brilliant. He was when he was in the navy. He was uh, he was uh, like a carpenter or something. The guy can do anything. He and probably was a boatswain's mate. He was what? He probably was a boatswain's mate. They were the ones who did all the like grunt work and building and all the things. Have you ever seen the movie Troy? No. At the end, where they make the big Trojan horse and they all jump in it to go. Mm-mm. Okay, well, it's in the movie. It's huge. Okay. Right. It's bigger. It's it's a huge thing. They put. He could build that. He probably wow. could. <laughs> yeah. Those who've seen the movie understand what I'm saying. Yeah. That's how good he is. I know Rachel said she was gonna have him build you guys some chairs. Yeah, yeah. She's like, <laughs> you know what she says? She goes, "This is what she says every time." She goes, "I think, I think Poppy's got some vacation time. Maybe he can come over here and build us some furniture." <laughs> yeah, because what? that's what. But the guy does it. He comes over. <laughs> Probably loves it. Too. He, 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 he does. He does because he does. He's doing it for his daughter. Right. He's doing it. And more importantly, he's doing it for his granddaughter. Uh huh. You know, and more, more importantly. Gets him out of the house so he can have his alone time. <laughs> <laughs> so he can not get yelled at all the time. All right, second story. A burning crane sent New York residents running. H2. When they hit the street, it was like another boom, another boom explosion. And then you just saw everybody running everywhere. Everybody trying to get shelter. The construction guys running. Even, even at the fire department, people, they was running too as well. According to CNN, a crane perched on a Manhattan skyscraper caught fire and it partially collapsed. And they're saying what caused the fire was he was picking up a concrete block or something like that. And it caused too much stress on the engine and it just caught flames and caught fire. Uh, Twelve people were injured, including nine civilians and three firefighters, but nothing was life threatening. They were able to get the fire out. That must have been terrifying. Exactly. To happen in New York and just be at the top of this large building. And this was close to uh, Times Square where this took place. So, of course, people on the ground are just running and seeing fire and things falling. That would have terrified me. That crane hit the building across the way. You know, so when it fell, mm-hmm. it scraped that building. Oh, you're like, goodness. Thank God somebody wasn't like, oh, look down there at the traffic. You know, oh. and they see this giant crane. In, uh, I mean, oh. that just brings back a lot of bad memories Flashbacks. for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. All right, I have a very simple question if somebody can answer this for me. This is kind of a test. I'm curious. Who is Sinead O'Connor? <laughs> Singer. No, 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 no. I want to know from the audience, in your words, who she is. I want to know what she's famous for. Okay. Now, what does she mean to you, but what is she famous for? According to those that are listening. Okay. Like, you wake up, you see the news. If you haven't, we're about to tell you. And you go, oh, that is Sinead O'Connor. She is. Oh, well, okay. Because there's a lot of people that are big Sinead O'Connor fans today. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I really didn't right. see that coming. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute. Rock. Let's say Collective Soul was here this Saturday. 
Uh, yes. That's what it said. Well, that's cool. You guys want to go? Yeah. You do? Actually. Yeah, I've never seen Collective Soul. I, I think I'm busy Saturday. Or at the, or they're at the Hard Rock. You're busy? Yeah. Okay. Already, those, already committed to something else. Those are, those are my guys. Really? Yeah. That's well, so cool that you know all these they, dudes. Yeah, they're tight. Yeah, they, uh, they're well, they're Georgia guys. That's so wild. But like, the guy, the the program director for a rock station I worked at in Orlando was the guy that launched them. And a uh, little funny fact, whether you won't read this anywhere, but because I can neither confirm nor deny, mm. but the same guy that launched Collective Soul also launched the band Shinedown, and it's just possibly coincidental that Collective Soul, little light shine down on me, little light shine down on me. Oh. Really? Ooh. I don't know. Like I said, neither can confirm or deny, mm. but it's Funny very that trippy that that's the way it is. Uh, thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Good morning to you. Here's your phone number, 916-909-0985. So you said Sinead O'Connor is who, Nikki D? Help me out. A singer. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, known for what? The song Nothing Compares to You. To you. This one right here. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the only one I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you, and you're, well, that's the only one you know? Yes. Okay. You're not familiar with the catalog of Sinead O'Connor songs? I'm not. <laughs> okay. And that's all you know her for. And and I'm scared to say this because y'all probably about, about to rip me up. But in my mind, I think, and I wrote this down, I feel like that movie, The Legend of Billie Jean, where they cut their hair off, I feel like they they said something about her. I don't know if they played the song during that scene, but <laughs> I correlate her with The Legend of Billie Jean, too. Okay. I have no idea what you're talking about there, so I can't help you. Have uh, you seen that, Nelson? I have, not. I have not. Neither one of y'all have seen The Legend of Billie Jean? I have not. Billie Jean King? That's immediately no, where I go to, the tennis player. No, because in the, in the scene, uh, the girls shave their heads Who's off. Who's Billie Jean? That's the name of the girl in the movie. Oh, not Billie Jean King. No. The guy from uh, Green Day. Oh, no, I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, in the movie, they shave their heads off, and I feel like they do a Sinead O'Connor tribute or song something to By the that. way, our shows are kind of, they, they just kind of run together, so that was a <laughs> you gotta listen. pickup joke from yesterday, so sorry. <laughs> It happens. Nelson, you know Sinead O'Connor from what? Uh, I know Sinead O'Connor from tearing up the picture of the Pope. Okay. So you know that's that's the number one thing. That comes to mind. I mean, yeah, I know this song, but but immediately when you say the word Sinead, I see SNL, her tearing the picture of the Pope up. Okay. I, I'm, I'm being facetious. I obviously know who she is, and she's now since passed away at the age of 56. And she lived a, uh, a very interesting yeah, struggled life from what I've read. Uh, she lost her son to suicide at the age of uh, she, when he was 17, oh. and that was just last year. Uh, what they're saying now as far as her death, she was found inside her London home, no foul play. She did have some substance abuse issues, and, you know, she was a troubled soul. Uh, you know, you look at the her upbringing and, and what she went through. She was very outspoken, hence what Nelson was talking about with ripping up the picture of the Pope. That really stirred the pot. That was in 90, 92, yeah, maybe? something like that. You know, that, that was that was a shock and all. Probably goes down in history as one of the most controversial things, without being arrested, that a, uh, a an artist has ever done. You know, publicly. And you guys are right. It was October 3rd of 92. There you go. October. Rob Snyder, uh, former SNL guy, of course, uh, you should know Rob Snyder. 
he made a tweet about her, and, and I thought it was going to go south, but it was actually a very nice, touching tweet uh, about how the time he spent with her at the after party. But he was saying he was backstage. He was in a lot of skits that night. And she goes out on stage and she rips up the, the picture of the Pope. And then he doesn't know what's happening. He has no idea what's going on. So he's getting ready for his next skit. And he goes out there. He thought it was really good, really funny. Goes out on stage and it falls flat. Because everybody's mad. Nobody's <laughs> laughing. He doesn't understand why. Because just prior, the crowd was fire. You know, <laughs> Right. He had no idea. And then the rest of the show, the crowd was dead. And then he's like, what, what, what happened? What did we do? Like, what, what, This stuff was good. It was good material. Right. And I'm like, ah, that's Nate O'Connor chick. She ripped up the picture of the Pope. <laughs> and the crowd the crowd didn't like it. No. You know? And it was, a, I mean, even watching it on TV, it was a very awkward thing because she does uh, what the Bob Marley song, War. Mm-hmm. Right, Bob Marley? Uh, Yeah. Yes. Well, I don't know. You have a computer in front of you. If you don't know, look it up. That's what I'm looking up. Uh, so, so she does that song, and there's she does it a cappella. So she, there's no music, and it's it's almost like a a like just her doing a monologue, a very angry monologue. Yes, yeah, war. Yeah, by Bob Marley. Bob Mar- Marley. Yeah. Yes. And then at the end of it, she says, "Fight the real enemy." She pulls up a picture of the Pope, and she, she rips, rips it up it. and pisses off Catholics all around the world. Which is interesting because of why she ripped it up, which was she was protesting sexual abuse. Yeah. And look what all came out in the, the following decades. Right. She, oh, so at the time she ripped it up, people didn't know that the popes was touching the kids and well, stuff. The well, the pope was touching any of the kids. I mean, kids. priests, not the pope <laughs> specifically, but like the priest was touching the kids and well, stuff. Well, they were, it was that and that they were covering it up. So what okay. would happen back then, and the, the big deal was that there would be sexual abuse scandals, and instead of them kicking them out of the church and offering them up to the law, mm-hmm. they would just move you to a different parish. They sure would. Yeah. I, I know that. So a lot of heat with the Vatican, and you know she was she was kind of one of the first to, to, to call it out. Again, this is like one of those Jason Aldean things, one of these Bud Light things. It's like, who cares? Like <laughs> She ripped up a picture of the Pope. Somebody let her on TV to do it. Yeah. She did it. You know, the Pope's not really, the Pope wasn't really dead. He didn't die. He didn't get cut in half. Yeah, John Paul II didn't he, suffer anything. He, he, was, he was fine. He moved on. Now, here's the kicker. So, you know, I, I see this uh, news. I believe it was it last night it broke, I think it was. Yeah, shortly yesterday after the show, actually, it broke. Okay. And then, and then I see all these tweets from people that are all huge, for some reason, Sinead O'Connor fans. <laughs> and I'm like, there's just no way. I mean, yeah, granted. She had a, a good song that Prince wrote, by the way. Yes. And and and, and that was it. You know, she did nothing. Like, I, I, no one can call me right now and tell me that they've met a Sinead O'Connor fan. No one can call me and tell me that they've run it. Tell me a story of running into somebody and the conversation starts to go to, oh, man, did you see what Sinead did, did the other day? Outside of back in 92. Uh-huh. No one can do that. I was surprised to see that she's still like touring, like she was still doing those type of things. Because I'm like, I haven't heard about her in so long, and it's uh, outside of when her son just died recently. What does she play? I don't know. She just like three rounds is nothing compares to you. Her and Vanilla Ice. Oh my god! <laughs> they just go back and forth doing different styles. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing compares to you in reggae. Yeah. There, there's uh, also different stories regarding when she finally met Prince. Mm-hmm. And she goes to his house, and the, there's one story of she goes in, and he says he doesn't like that she uses profanity in her interviews, and she tells him to f off. 
and then it gets violent. Really? And she's chased out of the house. There's one story. Then there's another story where, and I think she's told this story numerous ways. Like, that was one way she told it. Or maybe it was misconstrued. Uh-huh. And there's another story. It's like, oh, no, he's a very sweet guy. We just didn't get along. You know, it just, it just, it just didn't work out. And so it was, strange. It's very, very strange. Very, very strange. She was married like three different times. She's got a couple different kids. Was her hair always cut off or did she do that for like some stance of something? She did that for a stance. She, she did it for, uh, she was very anti the business taking advantage of women and women being stereotypical Barbies. Okay. Gotcha. So that's why she had it. But then she grew it out. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I think at one point, and then somebody called her something different. Like, they thought she was somebody else, so she shaved it again. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> like, she wrote an open letter, uh, not that long ago, I think, to Miley Cyrus. It was like, you know, stop being a prostitute to the business. She was very anti-industry because she believes that the industry was ruining rock and roll. And it's always funny when you have an artist that, in my opinion, is not a rock star. Or not I was about to say, do you consider her a rock star? No, but she considered herself a rock star. So she, she, was, she was like the, the industry, these people that don't know it, like Simon Cowell, The X Factor, and all these different shows. She was like in that bubble. Okay. She goes, that's not how you become an artist. You don't go on a talent show. And that was a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like in the early 2000s, it was very anti-reality show. Uh, Daughtry was one of the first to get a lot of heat because he was one of the first, if not the first, rocker to be on, which was the show, American Idol. Yep. I can't think of another one. Uh, well, afterwards, there were plenty. You know, Philip Phillips or whatever his name is. Yeah, but who even has had the success that Daughtry has had since they've left? So so he, I remember when he launched and he had, you know, a couple of his songs and stuff like that, uh, there was backlash from from the gearheads in the rock world. They're oh, yeah. like, that's, that's, that's not real. That's, you're not, you're, you're fabricated. It's not happening. But... Shockingly, the rock world rallied around Daltrey and supported him from the very beginning. There were very few, to my memory, rock stars that bashed the guy just because he came from American Idol. Uh, so I asked that question about who is Sinead O'Connor because I there's like two things that I think most people know are more probably from the Pope thing, maybe. Right. I guess depending music. on your age than the song. And even if you know the song, you might know the Chris Cornell version. Which, in my opinion, was better. Oh, yeah. Right? I forgot about that. But, and it was because it was more recent. So if you're talking to a younger generation, you know, especially in the rock world, they're going to go, oh, yeah, Chris Cornell sang. Well, no, he did not originally right, sing not that. That's not the original singer. No, well, yeah, the, <laughs> the original singer is Prince. He didn't just write it for her. He released the song. And it and Sinead actually did it better than Prince. Yes, which is amazing. Right. That's very difficult now, to see, do. I did not know that. Now is she just was she just like maybe bigger internationally and that's why we don't know you know she's an Irish artist yes so is it that she was bigger in Europe and big so- on the Irish charts uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep she had other hits out she was on the top of the charts she was she was on the, the tops whatever it's called <laughs> the, to- the tops yes uh, I, I have no idea <laughs> you know would she be the biggest Irish artist no no you've got the cranberries. Yeah, well, you've got you too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's not bigger than you too. You got the guy in the front of the uh, Lucky Charms box. There's the Proclaimers. The Did you say the guy on front of the Lucky Charms box? More popular than Sinead O'Connor. Oh, oh my God. He's, he's, is he not a singer? <laughs> Frosted Lucky Charms, they're magically <laughs> delicious. Get out of here. I guarantee he sold more boxes. <laughs> right. 
I bet you the Lucky Charms guy sold more boxes than Sinead O'Connor. Somebody fight me on it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Can you think of uh, another controversial moment for an artist outside of possibly getting arrested? Like outside of Millie Vanilli? Like they were very controversial. Well, yeah. There you go. That's good. Yeah. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Getting busted lip singing. I'll, I'll never forget that. I felt so sad. <laughs> they were my favorite. <laughs> and everybody was mad at them and bashing them. And I was still a little kid. And I'm like, I still am going to sing Blame It on the Rain. <laughs> well, you, you know, that's actually a really good example, Nikki D, because what happened to those two guys, because one of those guys killed himself. He did. Right? And I don't think it's, it, I would even have to speculate to say the industry pushed him to that. So you get into the industry you get this fortune and fame, mm-hmm. you're pushed into this role, and then it all crashes down literally overnight. Right. Your life is done. You can't go get another job. And they were at the height of their career. It's not like they had fizzled out and then it was a scandal. Like, they were still a thing. You know, there's there's stories that I've read with Sinead O'Connor. They haven't said why she died or how she died. Uh, but... You know, she just went through, I mean, you just lost a son. I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that. They did say that she had just uh, enrolled in some type of rehab, though, facility for uh, trauma and drugs. Yeah, she struggled. I mean, ever since you know she was a kid. But the business will do that to you. Mm-hmm. You know, whether she wants to pretend like the, the industry is not a thing or not, uh, it, it, it is, you know, and it'll eat you alive if she's got one song. And she does that and, you know, whatever. Um, and it's funny because after Millie Vanilli, right, she, everybody else started lip syncing you know, or tracking. <laughs> There's so many people that are Millie Vanilli in it now and it's just accepted. You know, like when they're on stage or even you see them on t- TV, it's all pre-records, yep. right, for a lot of these award shows. Yep. You just see a Millie Vanilli in this situation. Yeah, but look at uh, Britney Spears' sister. She had her, her career ruined by a Millie Vanilli situation on SNL. But she actually at least sang the song she was lip syncing to. Whereas Millie Vanilli, if I'm correct, they didn't sing it at all. Like they had ghost singers, not just ghost writers. Uh, let's see. Judas Priest. But see, that's, I don't know if you can put that in the same category as the ripping up the Pope's picture is controversial. Like their controversy was fabricated. Uh-huh. Remember, it was the two kids that, that killed themselves after listening to Judas Priest. Yes. So they had to go to court, and they were being accused of being compl- uh, complicit with the suicide. Of, uh, you know, and there was the subliminal messages right. in the songs, and they played it in the courtroom, and they found out that there was nothing going on, and, yeah. you know, they went on. I mean, Marilyn Manson, but, like, you know, he would have, like, boycotts. The, the parents' uh, councils would show up, and churches and stuff would show up to his concerts but not i guess any one individual event nwa very controversial but again that wasn't their fault nwa did not seek out to be controversial no nwa just were a bunch of black guys from compton that said hey look listen to our story yep and this is how we're going to tell it and the rest of the world couldn't grasp the concept that that actually existed because we would like to suppress you know, parts of the country that actually have to live like that. Right. You know, and then the flip side of that is every white suburban kid, me included, goes, 
this is awesome. I was yes. just getting ready to say that NWA yep. really set out for you to learn the lyrics and sing their songs years later over the radio. That was their goal. Uh huh. But again, they no- succeeded. Nothing as <laughs> nothing as shock and all as ripping the picture of the Pope in '92. No. Now, if you were to rip the picture of the Pope now, nobody's going to care. No. No. But in '92, that was that was shocking. That was legitimately shocking. And like I, I mean, you sit there, look at it on TV, and like, oh my god. You had to be mad about it because if you did, if you weren't mad about it, then there was something wrong with you. Right. Because right. the following week, Joe Pesci comes on and he's the host, and part of his monologue was, you know, in his Pesci voice. You know, he's like, you know, he's promoting. I forget what movie it was. But he was promoting, and uh, maybe Goodfellas or something like that. And uh, about the right time. And he goes, uh, you know, last week uh, there's a guest, uh, this is Sinead O'Connor, and. You know, she ripped a picture of the Pope, and, um, you know, I got to tell you, I didn't like it. So um, so I taped it back together. <laughs> Pesci. Now that's funny. Yeah, he's really good. If you could hear that in the Pesci voice, uh-huh. like I do. And so he, he puts up a picture of the taped back together Pope picture, and he's like, okay. And then he just moves on. <laughs> Britney Spears shaving her head. Yeah. I mean, I guess that was that was a shocking, I don't know why. It was a shock factor at the time because Britney was the girl next door. So she uh-huh. was everybody's like, oops, I did it. So they had a vision and a view of her. And when she shaved her head, people were like, okay, what's wrong with her? Is she going crazy? Well, and that was a crazy like 48 hours anyway mm-hmm. because she was starting to act real weird. And We're missing one. That is, if, and we still don't know if it was done on purpose, but trumping Sinead O'Connor's ripping of ripping up the of the Pope. Ozzy? The bat? Yeah. No. Because that was an accident, right? I don't think so. Well, the bird was for real. And the bat was the accident. Bat was the accident. Because like it was he thought it was rubber and someone actually threw a bat on something. Right. <laughs> You're missing one. Who am I missing? I can tell you the year. Okay, give me the okay, year. What's first. the year? Because it changed all of our lives. Okay. Two thousand four. 2004. Uh, I would say more country. And, and I say. Oh, that, is it? Is it? Uh, well, you can say it. We're on the oh, radio. Well, I'm just going to ask it first because I was going to let her guess, too. No, She's you not guess first. Know. Oh, it's Janet Jackson. Yeah, Janet Jackson. Oh, that was in 2004. Yeah. I can't believe it was 2004. Somehow that feels like too long that ago was. and not long enough. Yeah. And and that's silly, too. Right. It is. It's because she had. It, oh, that, she, that was so wrong what they did to Janet over all that. But she had pasties on. Right, no, exactly. She had a piercing. Well, I thought she had a pasty. I thought she had I don't on think, pasties. I think it was a piercing that was on her. I'll go back and look again, but I don't think that was pasty. Are you I've sure? I've heard that. I don't want to force you. I have never heard that it was a piercing. I always thought it was the pasties, and people were upset because they were saying that her and Justin planned to pull it off because she had the pasty on there, so whatever, whatever. So I would say that moment was more controversial than 92 of Sinead O'Connor ripping up the picture of the Agreed. Pope. And I say that because it changed not only our industry, but it changed the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for sure. Delays were put in. Yep. There were things that you could and could not do. That in itself were, gave the green light to certain people in the media business, including the FCC, to take a very conservative approach you know, you go back to the Tipper Gore days, right, mm-hmm. of putting the explicit lyrics uh, sticker and, 
you know, taking the bulldozer over the albums and this and this and that. Parental discretion. And it was, it got so out of hand and it didn't work. I mean, I get, maybe it did. I don't know. But you got guys like Howard Stern taking off terrestrial radio. You know, Bubba Love Sponge, he got hit with that because oh, yeah. because they were the, the shock and all jocks, mm-hmm. right? They're the shock jocks. The rest of us had to watch. I mean, it was walking on eggshells. No, that's a piercing. That's why it was a big deal. That's her exposed nipple, and that's a piercing around it. Oh. Uh-huh. It's like a throwing star. Yeah. I always thought it was a pasty uh, Because it's there. such a big piercing. So it's like a sun. And so the sun is out over most of the areola, and then the nipple is through it so then that had to have been an accident i always thought they were mad because she had the pasty on so they were like oh you it wasn't an accident you guys meant to do it no well, it was a war- it- no it was a wardrobe malfunction it wasn't okay. supposed to come off and justin timberlake didn't take any heat on that and they no. just tore janet up mm-hmm. well yeah that no way that was an accident that, that, the, the only you people- don't think it was an accident absolutely not no. I do now that I see that it's a piercing. I've always thought it was a pasty. I think it was one of those things that they talked about and thought it was a good idea. And then afterwards they said, you know, maybe it wasn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I think. It's late now. You know, you know, we all have those moments. Yes. Uh-huh. This is going to be great. People are going to be talking about this Super Bowl halftime performance forever. Oh, yeah, they will be. You know what, Janet? I don't think we should have did that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you. I don't. I don't know if they're going to think about it the way that we wanted them to think about it because <laughs> nobody's talking about our performance, <laughs> no, and we put no. a lot of man hours into that uh, rehearsal. <laughs> you have the most famous breast ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> there is not a more famous breast than Janet Jackson. Not Janet anywhere. Jackson's breast. Not anywhere. Miss no. Janet, if you're nasty. She at that moment became more popular than Michael Jackson. Uh huh. And it was for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when Janet dies and we have this conversation and I ask you, what is Janet Jackson known for? Nipple. She still will be known for her catalog. Her nipple, mm. her nipple will <laughs> her nipple will outplay her catalog yes. every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yep. I'm not agreeing to that. It, nobody can name me more than two songs from Janet Jackson. I can name you five songs. You're an from exception Janet because yeah, but- you're a fan. Yes. The average everyday Joe cannot name more than two songs from Janet Jackson. <laughs> you was... can't name more than two Janet Jackson songs? Um, Scream, right, which was the duet she did with Michael Jackson, and, and that's the way love goes. I guess Rhythm Nation. I okay, can that's so three. There's three. Okay. Jason? What, what he said. Yeah. <laughs> no, you give me some different songs. <laughs> well, how can you? What other songs? Black Cat? See, that's one. Yeah, Black Cat. But if I were to sit in a room with 10 people, they could draw her nipple better than write the lyrics to her song. Yeah, like Nelson knew it was a piercing. Oh, yeah. He's got the tattoo. He hasn't memorized his brain. (laughs) By the way, that's a great tattoo, to have that picture. Yeah, just the boob. Or no, just like, (laughs) just inside my back. (laughs) 916-909-0985. Appreciate you being here. Give us a minute here. Hang on. You're going to like this story. Makes me feel good. I feel like I'm in this story. Okay. And how lucky Nelson is to have me as his friend. (laughs) (laughs) As his life coach. (laughs) Where's this going? So Guy Fieri? Fieri. Fieri? Fieri. 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 If you want to say it correctly, it's Fieri. I don't. He was on uh, Brooke Shields' podcast. (laughs) Now what? (laughs) Are you challenging me or is that Brooke Shields' podcast? 
No, it's her, that's the name of now the, what? Now I just what? I just like I don't want to say it. Now what? <laughs> no, it's called Now What with Brooke Shields okay. podcast. All right, that's what I thought he was saying too. Yeah. Like, I was like I'm no, not, I don't want to say it correctly. Brooke, now what? Brooke Shields is a podcast. Why not? <laughs> I don't care that much. So, a guy <laughs> was uh, telling a story about how he's in this uh, this car crash, this car accident when he was a kid. He was nineteen. He was in college, and he wasn't driving. But uh, he was in the back seat. But everybody in the car was drunk. And they were camping like a half a mile away. They took off. They got chased. The car flipped. The guy next to him was killed. It was horrible, he says. Horrific. Everybody was messed up. And I did go for flight for life in the helicopter and the whole thing. So he gets the, you know, he's in the hospital. And he wakes up, regains consciousness. And he's handcuffed to the medical bed, the stretcher. Uh, the other people in the car that he was with, they blamed him for the one driving. So they're bl- so crazy. pretty much saying you're a murderer. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? wow. Uh, he was soon later arrested at his college dorm. And uh, I- I'm assuming that it all worked out at the end because yeah, it t- he got off on the charges because the police knew that he wasn't the driver and that he didn't do it. But his dad comes to him. And he talks some sense into him. You know, it's that rock. His story's about hitting rock bottom. Uh-huh. You know, this would be his rock bottom moment mm-hmm. at a young age. And his dad comes to him and says, cut the, you know, blank, kiddo. You're not invincible. This is for real now. You're not in your hometown anymore. You're in Las Vegas. Because he was at UNLV. <laughs> Damn, uh, it would have been better if he would have said you're in Flavortown now. And that's where he got it from. That was the whole rest of his. Or you're, you're in Macon. <laughs> Try that in a small town. And he says, you've got to focus. You've got to focus. And then after that, you know, he changed his ways and he became the guy he is today and he's famous and he's got a bunch of money and this and this and that. But you got to have your rock bottom moment. Mm-hmm. Now, Nikki D, if you remember when we first got here to Sacramento and I introduced you to Nelson, because I've known Nelson for 15 years. Yes. And you had just met him. And I told you about him before we came to work here and Told you how great of a guy he is. He's a big, fluffy, funny dude and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't. Well, hold the applause. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just getting it out quick because I don't feel like there's going to be any of (laughs) the. I didn't know the struggles that came along with it. You did not. Okay. I didn't know how a mess this guy was. (laughs) You You just knew him surf his level. So in this past, you know, four or some odd months that we've been here. Mm -hmm. We've seen a drastic change in Nelson. We have. Right. For the better. I mean. I got to tell you, the first week when we were all living together in that Airbnb, I wanted to. I, mean, I didn't think we were going to make it. I, well, I didn't think he was going to make it. I didn't think any <laughs> of us was going to make it because I thought I was going to have a stroke. I, I mean, and I thought you were going to kill him. It, it was bad. <laughs> and you were going to go to jail. Like, so we, none of us would have made it. I didn't think. I was like, oh, man, I can't believe I hired this lazy, incompetent, mm-hmm. drunk, <laughs> dirty, drug toting. Whiny, cry, some bitch. You know, still cry. You can cry. I still cry. Everybody cries. <laughs> Everybody hurts sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> most days, right? Not the song. But he's changed mm-hmm. so much. He stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. He stopped with the narcotics. Yes. Right. Yeah. You're drug free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this would be the first time. This would be the first time in my whole life, basically, from 16, that I could go to like a Target today and I could get a job without having to bring fake, you know, urine with me. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and I got to tell you, 
I mean, I'll speak for him. I think I'm, 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 I could do that. Okay. It's because of me. Oh, it's because of you. (laughs) It had to have been because of one of my talks. I'm Guy Fur's dad. (laughs) You definitely have had many talks with him. Is that true, Nelson? Uh, sure. He doesn't really need to answer. No. Oh, he does? Okay. No. I'll answer for him. Ask me, please, okay. before you, you ask him anything. <laughs> Go ahead, ask him. You could be right, though. I definitely believe that. You've had many mm. a talks with him, and maybe you got through to him. No, no, I did. Well, you did. He's changed around. He's changed his life around. Yeah, there's no question in this story. I okay. mean, this is... <laughs> it's a statement. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe he's... <laughs> this is a monologue. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had a different rock bottom experience that changed it, and then you, you know, nudged it along. No. No? Okay. I'm no. just throwing some things out there. What do you think? Because he lost the back window of the snack pack or whatever it was? Crunch trap. Crunch, Crunch trap. <laughs> that was his rock bottom moment. That driving, was mine. <laughs> driving down 65 with a window flying. I felt so lowbrow uh, when that thing was on the ground. They were just keeping you humble. So I just wanted to take this opportunity and thank yourself. That. <laughs> I give me a headache. I laugh so hard. But most importantly, uh-huh. I want to say you're welcome. <laughs> Thank myself and you're welcome. There you have it, Nelson. There you have it. I really feel good about myself today. <laughs> But my message for anybody that's willing to extend the olive branch. This is your motivational segment? Yeah. This okay. is, well, no, I, I just keep the humility. Okay. I mean, that's important. <laughs> because if you don't, you're not going to be able to help anyone else out. Absolutely. So stay grounded. Mm-hmm. Take my lead. Take your lead, right. Listen to what I'm doing and do what I'm saying or something like that. All of those things that you just said, they all work. Yeah. Nelson's not the only one you've helped from rock bottom since you've been here. Chris. Remember our friend Chris. Yeah, Chris. He got a divorce because of you. Yeah, You're that's helping right. people every day. Yeah. You are the inspiration that people need, Bailey. You sure Sinead didn't rip up a picture of me in 92? <laughs> no. <laughs> she should have, though, because that's how important you are. Yeah. This is my music. My this theme is your music. music. It's time for you to finish your speech out. I ring to- well... Thank my agent and thank God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank my label. Okay. Your wife? Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to see his face when he did that. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being honest, she really has little to do with all the great things that I've done for Nelson. Oh, she <laughs> But if I'm being honest... She's welcome as well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when you choke me up like that. That's what she said. <laughs> Did she? She's welcome too. Everybody's welcome. That's, that's, that's today's theme for the show. Everybody's You're welcome. welcome. Uh-huh. Welcome to Welcomeville. (laughs) I'll be your guide. (laughs) Here Monday through Friday from 6 to 10. It's the Welcome Show. Yes. The Welcome Show. (laughs) All right. Second round of...
By the way, you're welcome to do headlines. <laughs> well, thank you so much for letting me do it. And I'm going to tell you who suffered a medical emergency live and what a man lost that was decades old. This is another Nelson story. Oh, <laughs> <No>. God. <laughs> Bring it on. I can take it. Here's audio from two weeks ago. <laughs> Get your second round of headlines here in a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Second round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air. 530-Good Air. Best service. Best price guaranteed. That's no BS. Good Guys Heating and Air. Nikki D. It's possible we all saw a stroke live on TV yesterday. H3. McConnell spoke for about 20 seconds before stopping and standing silently. This week has been good bipartisan cooperation and a string of... That was audio from Senator Mitch McConnell. He's a lawmaker in Kentucky. He is 81 years old, which just makes me question when are age limits going to be put on politicians and people in power? He's given a press conference live, and as you can hear in that audio, he just stopped speaking. Like, he literally looks to me like somebody that had a stroke or he was stroking out or something was going on. They had to walk him off. He later came back and finished his speech, and then he just told reporters nothing was wrong wrong with him he's fine but a, a couple months ago i think they said that he passed out and he had a concussion from a trip in the fall but it's just like when does this end or they say you're too old like retire they said they, they said he had we got lightheaded and then they had to but yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say i couldn't agree with you more is there has to be age limits we can't have presidents over the age of 70 call right. it ageism call it, i don't care i don't care what you want to call it call it whatever you want but you can't have People over that age looking like that, or even mm-hmm. Biden, you know, I mean, bless his heart, but Jesus, Mary and Joseph, dude, stop. You look like you're dead. He looks so scary on that press conference. I thought the man was going to fall over and die. I'm not even playing. It's just like you, you, you have to have somebody that's competent mentally. And their mind is sharp. I'm not saying that when you're older that that your mind doesn't work, but it's not as sharp at 80. Here's the thing. This is always the example I give. So the tradition in our country is that you go to school, you maybe have a further your education in college or you get into the workforce, you do well, you have a family, you continue to work hard, you're able to purchase a home, get an automobile, save some money, and then the idea is to retire at 65. Right. All right. That's the old school tradition. And it still kind of stands, you know, for conversation's sake. Social Security kicks in. You grab that, you're more than eligible for your 401k at that time. That's if you're doing everything in the traditional stance, right? Mm-hmm. And then you live out your golden years. And any finance guy will tell you, when you retire, there are three different tiers of retirement. There's the, oh, I'm going to get this right. There's the go-go, there's the go-get, and the go-gone. I think those are it. Meaning that as soon as you retire, mm-hmm. your balls to the wall, You're traveling, you're taking it all in, you're doing the things on your bucket list, blah, blah, blah. Then there's the, I'm going to chill out, I'm going to enjoy life, I'm just going to take a breath of fresh air. And then there's the, "Eh, i got to get my stuff together because I'm about to exit stage right. Sure. Right? That's the kind of thing. These people, when you retire, if you're bored, you get a job at 
Home Depot, you bag, Walmart greeter, yeah. Walmart greeter, you bag groceries just to keep you occupied. Mm-hmm. Uber, you know, maybe some people yep. just to keep you occupied. You don't run the country. Run the country absolutely at <laughs> the age all. when you should be getting things in order for your exit stage right. Right. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's absurd, and it's always been that way. Definitely at eighty-one. You know, and I don't know how many voters take that into consideration when you go to the polls. Like, I don't know if you don't know if voters feel bad, you know, because we live in a kind of a day and an age where you're not supposed to judge anybody. You're not supposed to profile them. That's all crap. You know, there's nothing wrong with doing that if it betters the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you, people you know, that say they don't profile are hypocrites. They're liars, because I guarantee if you're walking at night down the street anywhere and you see somebody that you're, you know, Spidey sense goes off in its sketch. You're profiling that person, and rightfully so, to keep your guard up. Absolutely, you got to pay attention to your surroundings, even though they could sure. be, you know, regular smeg. I still think everybody's out to kill me. So perfect I, age for a president. That would be, I think, late forties, early fifties. I was, I was just, just about to say that. I was just say fifty-five because if you get two terms, then your early sixties as you exit, you've had enough time to have like business acumen. Maybe you've started and sold your own business or whatever. And here's what you do to be fair to those like a Mitch McConnell or you know even a Biden or any of these even Trump, you know, is that they're not stupid people, and I'm not saying that they can't offer things, mm-hmm. but you develop a department or something where it's a consultant, where they can consult. Yes, soft foods, use their wisdom. Offer. You're right. Like, like, look, guys, we need to change the cafeteria food uh-huh. in the White House. <laughs> These crackers just aren't doing it for uh-huh. me. You know, yeah. unless I dip it in water, I can't do anything with it. <laughs> you know, and by the way, I don't need somebody to clean my chin when I drop my cookie crumbs on it. Mm-mm. And, and I don't appreciate you leaving me in the hallway. <laughs> and I do like to see my stories on the TV at 2.30. I don't want to watch the news. Get the news off. My stories go from 2.30 to 4.30, and I want to watch them because I don't know what Ronaldo's done. I got to find out. I got to find out if Ronaldo was the one that killed him. So anyway, there should, I agree, there should be an age limit. Yes. But we hope that old uh, double M, M&M is fine. I think he's going to die soon. Yeah, well, that's very oh, sweet God. of you to say. I'm just saying, after this incident, I just won't be surprised if we see a headline that says he passes soon. Well, I think he's sick. I love your optimism. I'm not, I'm not trying to not be optimistic. I'm just telling you what I think is going to happen soon. After that really inspirational last segment, <laughs> <laughs> you come out with, old guy's going to die. Mm-hmm. You go. <laughs> All right, All right, next story. This story just shows that good is happening every day. H4. A South Bay teenager is being recognized as a good Samaritan after he found a purse left behind at a grocery store in Chula Vista. That purse was filled with cash and credit cards, but instead of feasting on that giant find, he decided to locate the owner of the purse and return it. This is my good guy story of the day, and these are stories of people that are finding things that have been lost and returning them when they could be greedy, like the the story in the audio, the boy found the money in the purse, he gave it back. In the story that I'm getting ready to tell you about now, this guy dropped a, a painting book that he had of decades of paintings that he did himself by hand that, by the way, look phenomenal. He's an immigrant from Russia, so his family's been to Russia, Ukraine, so he's drawn all the things that he saw even growing up, and he dropped it off the bike of the back of his bicycle when he was on a bike trail. Well, this older gentleman came down the same path and found his book. Well, he took it to his house because he knew that it was too valuable to just leave somewhere, and he started a hunt online to try to see if somebody had posted that they lost it. Good thing 
Guy posted it on Facebook. He was able to return the book back. He had put out a reward for it, but the guy said, I don't want your reward. I just want you to know that when you have something this valuable, put your name and number in it in case you lose it so somebody can give it back to you. I bet she said it differently. I think he said it nicely like that. He said, now, I lectured him like like my old man self. Nelson, how do you think he said when he says, I don't want your reward? I don't need your damn money. No, 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 no. I don't want your reward. I don't want your reward. I don't want your reward. (laughs) I don't want. Have you guys ever been in uh, Wet Beaver? No. Yes, I have. You know what Wet Beaver is? No. All right. My wife just sent me some. She wants me to go to Wet Beaver. What is it? Why can't you just keep saying it? Is it a park or is it a, huh? Like a a hunting? Everybody knows Wet Beaver. I mean, I know. What I think it is, but I don't think that could possibly be what you're talking about, just openly right here. <laughs> what do you think it is? It's in Arizona, in Sedona. It's Wet Beaver Wilderness. It's very beautiful. Oh, in Arizona. You guys don't take a trip there. I guess, I guess. I don't know. She just sent me a picture of, uh, I guess, her Wet Beaver. So she's really into, like, the nature stuff being out here, huh? Yeah, she loves it. Okay. She loves it. This is beautiful. Let me see. I mean, I've never seen it like that. <laughs> you gotta stop. It's a good angle. Isn't that beautiful? It is beautiful. I'm trying to figure out why Nelson's laughing so bad. I have no idea, Nikki. <laughs> that looks really nice. It looks almost fake. <laughs> Stop it. Well, you can tell they yeah. take care of it. <laughs> Are y'all joking me right now? You gotta stop. <laughs> Are y'all joking me? No. I don't know. What he's... <laughs> I have no idea what he's laughing at. It looks real. You want to go? Whatever. No, I'm not talking about it no more because I feel like y'all joking me now. No, well I, manicured. I'm trying to talk to you. You're focusing on him, but I'm. Because okay, I'm looking at the picture and it looks real, but he's laughing so hard. And I, I know when y'all do this, no, it's something no, probably no, that I don't know. No, and y'all like, oh, no, she's dumb. No, 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 no. Don't put me in that kind of. I'm just, I'm just talking about this wet. No, because you keep saying it and he keeps laughing. <laughs> this is my dysfunction. Okay. Well, if we go, I'll let you know. No, don't let uh, me know because okay. now I don't think it's real. <laughs> it is real. It's in the. Uh, how do you say that? The uh, Coconino National Forest in Sedona, Arizona? Yeah, I don't I don't look at it. It's you. right here. It's I a... just looked at it. And it. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. Rachel, text Rach. Let me ask She'll her. tell you about it. It's I'm her wet beaver. i her because why is Nelson laughing so hard? I know that means something. I know that means something. I'm asking Rach right now. Why are they laughing, Rach? All right. I need, uh, I need some players, please. We're going to play a round of nothing personal. Would you like to go? To wet beaver? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got four one-day admission tickets to Wake Island. Oh, oh. Wake Island Water Parks. This place is awesome. <sighs> Largest water park resort on the West Coast. We were out there a couple weeks ago. We all attempted to do the boatless cable wakeboarding and failed miserably. I Heavy wish, on the attempt. <laughs> wish, wish you nothing but the best. Some of us didn't fit into the vest, so they just watched. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've never. They, they were really sweet at Wake yes. Island. I didn't know they had a, a seamstress there. They actually sewed a couple of. The, <laughs> yeah, thank God for that person. Best together for Nelson. The oh. floating obstacle course, zip lining, human hamster wheels, and so much more. The floating cabanas, the food, the drink, the customer service. Everybody was very sweet when we went out there. So uh, I need two players. The game, here's how it works is we go to a super secret special website. We find real stories of people in or around Sacramento that were looking for love, are looking for love. Nikki D is going to help out both players, and then you, by listening to the story, there's going to be hints in the story, generic hints, and you have to tell me, is it man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman? All right, get it right, you get a point. If not, the competition gets a steal, and it keeps going back and forth there. 916-909-0985. 
What? I'm just laughing about it again. Okay. Right. No, Rachel already told me. I already know. Everything's good? Yeah, she told me y'all y'all making fun of me. I'm, we're, we're not making fun. We are not. I promise you, hand to God, we're not making fun of you. I'm being like a uh, juvenile, a 12-year-old boy right now. Mm-hmm. Nelson might be. I'm not. Okay. I am not. <laughs> I was trying to be sweet and serious. All right. <laughs> yeah, All right. Like I said, need some players, 916-909-0985. We'll do nothing personal here uh, next. Hang on. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexes? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Welcome back to the program. It's the BS. Good morning to you. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. There is Nelson. We have a four-pack of passes. It is a family four-pack of passes to Wake Island Water Park. It is the largest water park resort, did you know, on the West Coast. So there's a lot of cool stuff that you can do there. And we got players. We got Angie in Auburn. How are you, Angie? Oh, good. How are you? Good. Great. Hey, have you ever been to Wet Beaver? Uh, never. Have you ever heard of Wet Beaver? I've heard of it, yes. Is it, is it fun? Right. Angie, why are you laughing? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, no, no, no. I just think it's a wonderful place to go. Yeah. Amen. My wife, my wife has never done it, and she just sent me a picture, and she wants to, I guess, dive into the wet beaver. There you go. Whatever. It's in Arizona. Makes you happy. Sedona. It's, it's beautiful. Nikki, you saw a picture of it. I did, but y'all keep laughing, and now Angie's laughing, so I know it's something. They yeah. found it online. I think they have maybe comedy night there. I don't know. <laughs> you know they don't have comedy night there. Clint in Roseville. How are you, brother? Doing well, doing well. What about you? You ever been to Wet Beaver? Oh, a time or two. Okay. Is it fun? Is it good? Is it worth the trip? Oh, yeah. Okay. So everybody's just going to Arizona? Well, it's not that far. Oh, please. Oh, in Arizona? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, where'd you think it was? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, here's how the game plays, ladies and gentlemen. We go to our super secret special website. These are real stories of people in or around Sacramento that are looking for love. So they put out these misconnections ads, and your answer will be either man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. I'll read the story. You'll have about 60 seconds or so to figure it out with the help from Nikki D. She is actually very good at this game. Mm-hmm. Angie, you are up first. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, Clint, you get the steal, so please pay attention. Here we go. Getting hot at Cinder's Bar, Sacramento. Hey, I popped in the other night. From the moment I laid eyes on you, I knew I needed more of you in my life. My soul yearns for what could be between us. I know we would be a perfect fit, mind, body, and soul. I think you feel it too, but I have to know the connection is real. How far out of your way will you go to prove you feel it too? If you want to find me, you'll go to the park and ride on Dry Creek and Elkhorn and walk to the trees past the bike trail. Creepy. Is this a long shot or is our fate written in the stars? Twinkle, twinkle. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man or woman for woman. Angie and Nikki D, 60 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, this one was pretty tough. It was kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Vague. What was your guess? 
I'm going to so say saying my soul yearns for you, mind, body and soul talking about fits and connections. That's definitely a woman vibe for me. So I'm thinking that this might be a woman for a woman. Oof. Okay. I agree. Well, well but, but, okay. <laughs> you, you can change your answer. You don't have to go with her. No, I trust her. Okay. Well, I mean, for this one, this one's tough, so I, I'm not that even sure. That was a tough one, so I'm going to go, okay, yes. Locking that in. Are you sure? I try now. Yes. Okay. Woman for woman? Yeah. Yeah, that's wrong. <gasps> Clint for the steal? What were you thinking, Clint? Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe man for woman? I still am definitely feeling a woman in here, possibly, or either a man for a man. You definitely should go to Wet Beaver. Mm. <laughs> but we're, I'm gonna go with what your gut is in this one because this one was tough for me. So you think it's a man for a woman, or a woman for a man? Ooh. Woman for a man. A woman for a man. Yes. Yeah, so I definitely think a woman's in here. So I think it's a woman for a man or a man for a man. But we're gonna go with whatever you. Man for man. What do you think? I right, need an answer. <sighs> man for man. Man for man. Yeah. Clint, are you sure? You sounded so sure on something else. Okay, well, we're going to go man for man. Okay, that's what you want to go with? Are you positive? You don't want to do woman for man. All right, that's wrong. All right, this is our last shot, Angie. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It is. (laughs) So it's either woman for a man or a man for a woman, but I, I just don't think a man would say these words. So I'm, I'm gonna say woman for man. Okay, woman. I'm going to say woman for man. Oh, my God. Okay. Here's the deal. When we get to this part of the game at the beginning of the game and it's 50-50 and you get it wrong, you feel really bad about yourself the rest of the day. Do you want to change it? Okay, I'll change it. To what? To man to, man to woman. Man for woman. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're talking her into it. I'm not talking her into it. I'm just asking her if she wants to change it. Guys, just giving options. All right, I need an answer. leave you now. All right, what do you want to do? You got 50-50 shot. Uh, man to woman. Man for woman? Mm-hmm. That's your final answer. Final. Jesus, that's wrong. Ah, oh, woman for man. Oh, I woman knew for a woman man. was in there. Did I not say that? I said it, but you that, you, 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 you I thought confused her. You thought it. Okay, all right, no points Dang, there, guys. I knew a woman was saying it. That was horrible. All right, Clint, here we go. That was horrible. Yeah. Let's get, our, let's get our heads in the games, kiddos. Here we go. Clint. Where has my bestie gone to? Roseville. Huh? Might be you, Clint. Uh-oh. Where are you, friend of mine? You used to love coming to my house in Roseville. It's been too long since you came and worked out all my kinks. Don't tell me you've made a new friend. Hell, <laughs> bring your new playmate with you. The more, the merrier. You know I'm always up for a challenge. Wink, wink. I'll be waiting in my king-size bed in the leather outfit that you love so much. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Careful. All right, Clint. Uh, You love coming to my house, bring playmates. I'm up for a challenge. Uh, And some BDSM sounds like going on here. I think this is a man for a man situation. Ooh. Or it could be a man for a woman, but it's definitely a man for something. So I'm thinking man for man or man for woman. What do you think? 
Uh, I think I'm going to go with you for man for man again. Okay, man for man. You're all about that. All right. <laughs> no. Do you want to lock that in? You want to lock that in? Are you sure that you want to go back to back guy for guy? Plant? What the hell? Why not? Okay, why not? Is it right? <sighs> what? Is it right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to start losing my confidence in this game. All right, Angie. Here we go. Your turn. Okay. All right. Nothing personal. Four pack of passes. Wake Island Water Park up for grabs. Dark brown hair with glasses. Working at Walmart. Citrus Heights. You look like you were just getting into work this morning. I can think of a couple jobs I'd like to hire you for. I had my kids with me and you saw me smile. I don't think I didn't catch you turning back for another peek after you walked by. That body was thick. T-H-I-C-C, by the way. That smile, perfect. And the dark brown hair and glasses were the icing on the cake. I didn't want to interrupt your workflow, but I just know we could really have some F-U-N. <laughs> I did the spelling out. They just wrote it. Man for woman, man for man, uh, woman for man, woman for woman. All right, Angie, Nikki. Oh, what do you think, Angie? I'm thinking it's a woman to man, but what, do you, what are your thoughts? I think it's a man for a woman. Uh, I think she's the one that has the dark brown hair and the glasses. He wants to hire her for a job for him, and he said her body was thick. So that gives me man to woman vibes or either woman for woman. Those are the two I think. Only because they said kids, yes. and usually he had kids or she had kids with him. So I'm going to say woman to man. Woman for man. Is that, mm-hmm. is that what you said, Nikki? No, yes. I said man for woman. Ooh, I got to tell you, one of those is good. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with woman to man. Woman to man. Woman for man. All right. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I mean, re- gonna, really? Yes. Come on. Mm-hmm. Not even taking my answer this time. She's yeah. On her own. I got to tell you, I got to be honest with you here, Ange. That's not right. Oh. Clint, for the steal, woman for man off the board. What do you got? Clint? Clint? Oh, let's go, man for woman. Man, well, you're going with what Nikki D said. You're going with what I said, yes, man for woman. Okay. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Game, I swear to goodness, sometimes. Man for woman? Man for woman is what we're saying. Yeah. That's correct. Let's go. All right, Clint. Angie, 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 way behind Mm. here. All right, let's see if Clint uh, screws this up here. The board is yours, sir. You're up two to nothing on Angie. Hobby Lobby, Roseville. Okay. To the one in black with the red hair. I couldn't help but follow you around the store after I first saw you. I'm usually this thirsty, but damn, you left me dehydrated. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of moisture to go around, and I know I can get your juices flowing. You were with your daughter, so I wasn't sure if you were down, but I bet I could could convince you or at least try. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. 
All right, woman for woman. Damn, Clint. Okay, Clint, with the woman for woman. I'm going to agree with you. I think woman for woman in this case is correct. Um, Let's go for it. They said that they were thirsty and dehydrated. Also, they said they have moisture, and then they can get somebody else's moisture flowing. So it sounds like women with a lot of moisture there. So Mm. I would say woman for woman. I think Clint's trying to cleanse himself from the first two. (laughs) 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 All right. Woman for woman is your answer. Yep. That is correct. All right, Clint. (laughs) All right. With that... Even though we've got plenty of time left, there's no way mm-hmm. Angie can come back. that Angie can come back. So, Clint, congratulations, my friend. Yeah. Do you know how to wakeboard? No, but I want to try. Yeah. Can you do me a favor? <laughs> Look for your watch. Thank you. Wake Island Water Park, four pack of passes goes to you, my friend. I'm going to put you on hold. Our friend Mickey's going to get your information, okay? Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great day. You too, sir. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, the older, man, the older I get, and I like, I pride myself. On remembering and never forgetting, never leaving something behind. Uh, you know, my wife has got the memory of a brick, you know, so I'm always kind of her Google calendar for the most part, reminding her of stuff. But lately, I got to tell you, like as soon as I hit 48, that all changed. It all like I'm leaving stuff behind all the time. I forgot my uh, energy drinks yesterday morning. You did. I mean, just little things. They might sound silly to you listening, but for me, and if anybody has OCD, you'll kind of appreciate this. If if I'm off just a little bit, like I feel like a failure, and it drives me insane, and I can't get over it. I just can't. I'm not a goldfish. I can't forget. No, it really throws you off when you don't have stuff because you're a creature of habit. So you do everything kind of the same way at the same time. My life is compartmentalized, like to the mm-hmm. nth degree, right? Mm-hmm. Even his emails. Yeah, everything has got to be organized. <laughs> Even his emails. So like, crazy. so, like, last night when we were uh, heading out to Sky River, which we're going to talk about here next, they had a media night, and there's some things that need to be discussed. <laughs> Most importantly, He's why my chuckled. texts were not returned. I could not return those. All picks. five of them. <laughs> what could from you Nikki have D. possibly had to say to her? You will, you will find You'll out. Oh, I, have, I have no doubt of that. <laughs> I don't need angry Nelson. I'd rather have black what Nelson. Because you're just trying to find a place to play that. <laughs> <laughs> You need Black Nelson? I can bring, I can bring Black Nelson. No, no, no. I, I, I'd rather have Black Nelson or Crying Nelson versus angry, angry Nelson. Nelson. Okay. I love you have all these versions of you, and you try to call me out when I called you Nelsons. Look at all these versions you got. <laughs> anyway, so last night before we left, I, I had a couple things with you know that I was taking with me, mm-hmm. you know, some accessories. Okay. And I get in the get in my truck, and we start driving away. And I'm checking my pockets. Usually, you know, like how you can feel like when you have everything on you. Mm-hmm. There's like a certain weight. Yep. And there's a certain feeling like this pokes out of this pocket. This pokes out of this. This is in this pocket. And you can just feel it. Yep. Uh, and I felt off. And I'd already started driving off from my house. And I don't go back. I'm not a go back guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to And there's guy. no, there's no. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't no go back guy. I ain't no drive back guy. <laughs> 
So, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm driving. I'm, I'm feeling in my pockets and I'm like, oh man, I forgot. I forgot. I had a bracelet that I wanted to wear. Uh, I, f- I forgot my dip can and I forgot my AirPods. Like three things that. Well, it's like everything. What That's, else could you possibly put in your pockets? Like, what else? That's is there why you life? should put your AirPods on your phone uh, keychain. No, it's so heavy, and that's not a guy thing. Oh, that's just a woman thing. No, to put our things on the keychain. No guy has yes. AirPods on a keychain. This is not a guy thing. That's what I say. He does right there. <laughs> it's. I didn't mean to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't mean to do it. It's right there. It was an accident. <laughs> I believe you. I was trying to hook the carabiner on a piece of raw meat. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> oh, please. And it actually hooked onto my neck. Like, All right. God, I was worried there for a second. And uh, I didn't realize this was this beautiful purple color either. <laughs> it, is a, it is a beautiful it purple is. cover. I thought it was man black. <laughs> Matt black. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nelson black. I'm going to change all this today. <laughs> Nelson black. <laughs> Yo, what up, dog? <laughs> So we have to have this conversation. We do. <laughs> and you better have a damn good reason. Because you know if I text you and you don't text me back, I get angry. I had a good reason. Uh, you better have a damn good reason because mm-hmm. I was in peril. Oh, were you? I was. What a great word. I was in peril. <laughs> <laughs> nice pat on the back of yourself there. What a You're great welcome. word. <laughs> You're welcome. And I needed you. <laughs> and you weren't there. I'm sorry, I was not. <laughs> That's like getting the fit, getting a DDT from Jake the Snake Roberts and then getting enough muscle, enough energy to go to the corner and tag your partner in, and your partner's on down on the floor, not on the apron. I'm sorry, I was not there for the tag team. I'm sorry that I wasn't there, but it's, it was still interesting to read once I, you know, got all up the snuff and decided right. that I couldn't do it. I'll reserve my derogatory comments. Derogatory comments? Did I say that? You did. What out loud. Word. What a great what a word. Great word. <laughs> Another good one for me. You're welcome. Point for the kid. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will have that conversation here next. Hey. Had a good time last night at uh, Sky River Casino in Elk Grove. Had a great time. Had a media night. Sky River is the sponsor of this program, and we appreciate that greatly. Uh, and, uh, you know, everything that we're about to tell you, you can experience yourself, you know, with the food and the drinks and the atmosphere. And it was cool. I mean, there's a bunch of our friends, D'Lo and KC from uh, ESPN. They were there. Uh, Kevin from the Wake Up Call, he was there. There's local media people that you know, obviously we don't know because we just got in town. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody's very pleasant, very, very nice. Uh, you know, our friend Carrie, Megan, of course, were out there. And uh, they had great food, you know, the stuff from SR Prime and Dragon Bow and all the different restaurants and, and bars that they have there. And they had the flights of tequila. I'm not a tequila guy. They did the smoked old fashions mm-hmm. for us. Yeah, they and, were good. And I got a really good margarita. And they, then they took us into the uh, high rollers room to do some fun gambling, which means that we didn't have to pay anything. Not that mm-hmm. we were getting paid out, but just to show us a couple of the games in case we weren't familiar, there's people that don't know how to play blackjack like you. Like me. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's kind of cool that they sat you down. They gave you some you know, funny money. And I was winning. <laughs> so it made me want to go to a real table because I felt like I'm on, a, I'm on a run, as you would say, a heater. Mm-hmm. Is that what I'd say? Yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, okay, give them the deck with all kings and aces. <laughs> 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 She's gonna keep in twenty one. They they had a couple games open to you know I'm 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 a gambler you know I'm a poker player, 
So I like the poker-themed game, so I'll play Texas Hold'em. I'm begging and pleading them to be the only casino in Sacramento or maybe even the state of California to have Mississippi Stud. I don't want to be too annoying about it, but it's such a great game. I just, so it, it, I've been told, it was one of the ladies that I met last night, and forgive me, I don't remember your name, ma'am, but she was very nice and she was like in charge of, of, of gaming or mm-hmm. part of in charge of gaming. And we have mutual friends from other casinos mm-hmm. that we know out of state. And we were having a brief conversation because she's the one that I have to pitch this to. Oh, okay. And I said, uh, I said it's the best game in the casino. It's the best game in the casino. She goes, I don't disagree with that. She goes, but for some reason, the game does not work in California. And every time I go out to Sky River and I sit down at the Texas Hold'em table, I'm enjoying that game because I like that game a lot. Uh, I'll bring up, you know, I'll bring, you know, sitting there and you're talking to people that you're playing with. Nobody knows the game. Yeah, so then why do you want them to bring it here if nobody even knows how to play it? Who's going to play with you? Well, that, a new game you're going to try out. Yes. Oh, okay. So you think they'll put it in and people will just go sit and learn how to play Well, it. he's going to be upset at first because it's going to take probably a month or two for it to die down for him to actually get a spot at the table. Oh, I'm going to reserve a spot every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it literally is the, the best game in any casino. I want to play it so bad. I've, like, seen it on a sign one time, and I didn't know what it was. But, like, having played Hold'em with you and you keep talking about this, I want to try it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> about that oh okay <laughs> i i feel like i already know where this is going all i know is i was sitting at the blackjack table winning might i add and then my phone just starts going crazy bzz, text bzz, text bzz, text so the first one says, well hold on before you read these okay mm. would you like to give me do you want to give me a reason now or afterwards on why you didn't respond reply acknowledge I think I should read them, and then it'll make more sense to people why I didn't respond to you. All right, good. All right, so the first one comes to, oh, you got to come over here and listen to Nelson. He knows everything, exclamation point. Like you're the only dude who knows anything about <laughs> casino? Like no one game? So then. Angry Nelson, here it is. Here comes the second one. I'm going to kill him. <laughs> here goes the third one. You better get over here. I could feel him heating up. And next I'm to me sitting too. here because we can't have our phones out at the table, even though I don't have, you know, real play. But I have my Apple Watch on and I'm reading the messages through my watch. And I look over, I glance over because I can see their table from mine. And I'm like, um, he doesn't like his hands is going toward his neck. So he'll be fine. I'm not going over there. I'm winning. I'm doing good things. I don't know what they over there got going on. I'm not getting involved. I'm staying over here. Yeah, I needed you. No, you didn't. You, you guys didn't were fine, anything. I'm sure. You needed to chill. Here, no. <laughs> oh, really? God. See, that's why I stayed at my table. <laughs> Here's what happened, and I'm going to explain why it happened. Okay? I'm listening. You're welcome. <laughs> we sit down at the Baccarat table. It's Baccarat. Whatever. What game is this, by the way? Baccarat. I mean, how how is it? Is it a card game? It's is cards. it like twenty one? Is it like poker? No, it's, no, it's I, like no other card game. Okay, it's gotcha. like no, yeah. It's and I've never played before. Of course, I've seen it, and I was curious, you know, especially if I can play for free, you know, I, I want to learn, and so did everyone else at the table. Mm-hmm. So Kevin from the wake up call sits there, sits down, uh, and he's in seat one, and then Nelson's in two, and then me, and then Kevin from D'Lo and KC. Uh, he's in. He's next to me, and then there's these nice two other ladies that are on the end seats. And this nice dealer was in, in the staff, Phillip. huh? Philip. Philip was trying to explain <laughs> the game. So as people were asking questions, taking mm-hmm. advantage of this free lesson, 
that is very rare to get, by the way. Yes. Before the experts could answer the question, would you like to guess who at the table was answering them? Probably Nelson. It was Nelson. Uh, every time. Not every time. And not for everyone. I was talking with Kevin. You had questions. I answered questions that you had asked. You have. I've asked you questions all the time. You've answered them. I've listened to your explanations about games. I never asked you a question. <laughs> not once. Any question that I asked, just like everybody else at the table, was to fill up the dealer. And you answered them. Never did I once turn to you to my right and say, Nelson, look me in the eye. Look me in the eyeball. <laughs> I have to ask you a question about background. Because you've play, you've never even played the game. You, yes, I have. You admit it. You said you looked at the game. No, you saw what, the game. No, what, I'm, what I said was I never understood exactly what the scoring was. I sit down. I bet money based on how I feel it's going to go. I don't understand why I win, but I won. But you don't. You're talking about last night? I'm talking about how the... You were the only one without chips, if memory serves. Oh, you lost all your chips? Just at the very end, because I bet heavy like him. Yeah. I bet at, at the very end, I bet banker instead of betting player. Every time I did it, I doubled up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I didn't know how to play. So you don't think it's a little off that you sit down on a night like this, where you have a professional trying to teach you a game, and some guy sits down at the table that's played it maybe a few times, that's not a heavy gambler, Answering the questions that people were asking the dealer. I wasn't answering everyone's questions. Oh my God. Go get Go get who? Somebody. Go grab Kevin. Go get Philip the dealer. <laughs> get KC. Get Kev. Get somebody in this room. That's why he wants you wanted you to come over to the table. He thinks you're gonna back his play. Yeah. No, I wanted her to come over to the table to grab you and take you somewhere. To take you away. That's what he wanted me to do. Come get you away from him. But I just couldn't. I was on a run. But I'll tell you why you did it. Okay, you look very uncomfortable. I'm just tell me, please. Tell you look me. very. I don't want you to be angry. I'm not. I'm not angry. He's angry. Look at him. He's angry. <laughs> he's very upset. Do right you now. want me to be angry or or not? I'm telling you, I'm not. Look, he's angry. shaking. He's doing this thing with his little chubby fingers. He's irritated for <laughs> sure. Big chubby fingers. Little sausages are moving over there. <laughs> you did it because you felt uncomfortable, because you don't know how to act around people you don't know or in that kind of environment. Would you agree? I would I agree see, that I don't agree. See? Yeah, well, I would. You're you, what do you want agree to agree to? You want to just run the conversation? I don't need you. Hey, I'm <laughs> just here. let me continue to talk. Go ahead. Would you not agree? I would agree that I don't know how to act around people I don't know. See, look at that. So, what is you just nervously talk? Is that what it is? No, I felt like I had something to offer, and that's what people do when they feel uncomfortable. Well, you know what? If I'm I'm going to have to back Nelson's play on this and because there was a woman at our table who was doing the same thing. So I probably should have texted you. What do you mean back his play? Because there was a woman at our table who was doing exactly what he was doing at your table. Like okay. I would ask questions to the dealer and she answered them I don't think you're every back. single time. Well, you're back in his you're play. You're back in my play then. Yeah, because yeah, it bothered you, right? Yeah, it did bother me. See, that's what I'm talking about. It was very embarrassing. But I mean, I, I kind of I don't know. I understood, like, I, we were supposed to be mingling, so I assumed that's why she was doing it. I had to apologize to Carrie and everything. Oh, you did? Yeah, I pulled oh her aside. Oh, my goodness. You did. She goes, <laughs> you did she goes, do me a favor. Next time you come out, just don't bring him. Don't bring him. <laughs> I said, okay. I go, you do know he does the Game of Tones thing tomorrow, and you guys are going to be in studio. Right. She was like, all right, well, we'll talk. Don't talk about this today. Talk about it next week. Well, there is something else about Sky River that I noticed that I wanted to ask you, Bailey. Something about Nelson, too, but you first. I noticed in all the pictures that we had and posted, like, you were in the middle of those pictures. Is there a reason why? 
No. Did you do that on purpose? No, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Trying to be in the middle, like, look at me, I'm I, the man. No, 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 no. I do know people that do that. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> we worked with somebody that did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was so they couldn't get cropped out. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you know who I'm talking I about. I know exactly who you're talking about. I, if I was in the middle, I, I did not mean to be in the middle. Actually, I don't like to be in the middle. It's, okay. not, it's not a good look for me. Mm-hmm. It's not a good look for me. But the person that does I'm talking that does do mm-hmm. it does it because his family always puts him on the end, <laughs> crops him out, and crops him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. I wasn't sure why I was going on. Then I wasn't sure if maybe you were trying to get away from Nelson because he had some issues going okay. on with his shirt. Okay, I wasn't going to say that. Are you talking about the smell? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I wasn't going to say that because that's rude. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I thought it was rude, but since you brought it up, I guess it's well, not. Well, I, I thought that hmm. might be another reason why you were trying to be away from him. Hmm. I didn't know about it until you told me. Your shirt did have a tinge. Yeah, that's why. If Are we no- off on that? No, that's why if you notice in the pictures, I tried to stay away from everybody in the pictures. Like, what? I'm on the edge. I thought you were just being awkward. No, no. <laughs> I, I did some laundry before I took the kids back, and I did not properly dry the clothing. And instead of, like, taking it out of the basket and laying it out nicely so it would dry while I was out of town. Oh, you got the funk. It stayed in the basket. Oh, boy. Oh. And it was as I was driving to Sky River that I go, oh, son of a, I, could, I caught the, the mildew. What did you, mm-hmm. sour. Yeah. yeah. It's the sour smell. The sour. It smells like butt. Not quite butt, but. Oh, no, I was there. I don't know. You haven't smelled my butt then. No, no, just in general. Like if <laughs> oh, okay. If you were a sm- average butt. If you were a smelly sticker, it'd be a, a <laughs> yeah, butt. butt. Okay. <laughs> like if trend made a sticker out of you, it'd be a butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it had a sour smell to it. He came up to me when I was um, oh. eating my food, and he's like, "I just gotta stand over here by you because I can be by you, but not everyone else." And I said, "Why do you gotta be by me?" And he's like, "Cause my shirt stinks. I didn't dry it good." And you smelled and I said, really good. And I said, I know everybody told me that. Uh-huh. And he said, so my shirt smells sour. And so then I said, I was like, oh, it does. Yeah. All right, well, just stay here. Is that why he's rubbing up on you like a cat? <laughs> I was trying to get some of her smell on me. <laughs> Give me some of that smell. God, you had a rough night last night. Dude, it was. It was. And I almost hit $10,000 twice. Of fake money. No. No. Two times. Oh, I just needed the dial to move one, one up. And I almost hit a progressive twice. Twice. Oh, you were at, you went out on the floor. I had to go to the real because I, I haven't been to the casino casino to do some actual gambling in a while since before the kids got here. Well, probably when you went with me and closed the table down after yeah, spilling that, the that drink. Might actually be the last time. I was and that out. was at Sky River. Uh huh. Yeah, so. that was. And they still let me back in. <sighs> well, we're gonna probably have that oh, conversation. No, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you for having us out last yes, night. Yes, it was so much fun. Thank you for being a sponsor of the show. I apologize on behalf of Nelson. Again. He didn't even get his um, little goody thing to see if he could win the $500. I did end up getting, a like, a gift from them. But, like. He for, missed it. Well, I thought we were all supposed to come meet back at a certain time. So I came back at that time, and they're like, oh, you didn't go over to the room? I'm like, oh, I didn't. Uh, I don't like to be greedy, grubby guy anyway, so I wouldn't have even taken it unless they offered it. They're like, oh, did you get uh, this gift? And I go, oh, no, thank you. But he did wear cargo pants so he could take the rest of the hors d'oeuvres with him. <laughs> oh, that steak on a stick? You know it, dude. And those tacos were good. He was like, if there's anything that's going to mask this smell, if I put enough sushi in the side pocket. <laughs> 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 oh, it was, it was bad. 
sorry. I apologize to you guys. My cargo my cargo pockets are wet because I'm dumping flights of tequila in the pocket thinking that it'll <laughs> stay. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you what cars are being stolen in SAC and the latest alien testimony. All right, get you all that here in just a minute. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. And a big thanks to good guys heating and air five three zero good air. That is the phone number if you got some HVAC issues or just want possibly some maintenance. Maintenance five three zero good air. Nikki D. <laughs> TikTok hacks have hit sack H five. On TikTok, tricks for hot-wiring Hyundais and Kias have become a viral trend. Now the automakers facing federal lawsuits with multiple cities alleging Hyundai and Kia failed to install adequate anti-theft technology in certain models, causing thefts to soar. Really? Now this story, absolutely, this came out some months back with the whole TikTok trend and them showing people how to break into Kias and Hyundais. And right now there's actually a lawsuit out against them for that. Well, now several residents here in SAC are saying as of this past week, week their cars which are Kias and Hondas have been stolen and some of them have it actually captured on their like ring doorbell videos and videos outside of their homes uh-huh. and one of the ladies said it's young kids she sees him with the USB cord breaking into it and he looks nervous doing it one of the ladies also said that after she got her car back the police were able to retrieve it the auto, mecha- auto mechanic shops won't work on the cars or fix them which I found extremely weird. Those two brands? Those two brands, yep. What brands again? A Hyundai and Kia's. Gotcha. Am I saying it wrong or something? No, no, no. no. I just okay. I just wanted to make sure I heard it. Yeah. So Kia's, both of them. Yeah, Kia's and Hyundai. Hyundai, Hyundai. What do you mean both of them? Like both brands? Yeah, both brands. The, yeah. There's the, the, the security issues. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. Did you know about that, Nelson? I didn't. No, I knew Kia's. Not the Hyundai's? Hyundai. No, I did not know. I did not know about the Hyundai's. <laughs> Y'all were picking at me for something. I, know. I can't say anything. How do you pluralize Hyundai then? How do you say Hyundai correctly in the first place? It's Hyundai. I mean, well, how do you say it? It's Hyundai. Okay, Hyundai. And you, now you said it better that last time, but you were saying Hyundai. Well, that's how I say it. But that's okay. One time I went to cosplay. You know, I dressed up as Luke and Hond and I went and got <laughs> a drink together. <laughs> Hyundai. Because I, you always want to say Hyundai or Well, Honda. yeah, you should want to say Hyundai because that's the name of the car company. I don't know. I, I've always think I said Hyundai. Sorry. It's What's Hyundai. A, Costco. I mean, Costco. I went shopping there the other day. And everybody wants to say Costco. <laughs> Clearly incorrect. So stupid. Some dumb people in this world, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you even get the story? Or yeah. you guys just focused on I said Hyundai wrong. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I just focused on the Hyundai. Oh <laughs> it was a good story, though. Yeah. <laughs> Heard something about Sacramento. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, the Love premise it. of the story, from what I remember, like, from the clip, was good. And then uh-huh. you, you, you lost me at Hyundai. <laughs> Hyundai. It sounds so aggressive. <laughs> it's almost like you're trying to say it with, like, a... Japanese accent. <laughs> no, well, not. she's pronouncing it the real way it's supposed to be pronounced in the motherland. Correct. That's <laughs> when her last journey to, <laughs> over to over to the mothership. That's why she's bowing while she says it. Well. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Well, just keep an eye on your car here, okay? If you have one of those brands, because somebody might try to steal it. Right. It's the dyslexic Apple car. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>
my gosh. Do you have a second story? <sighs> Hopefully do. it's about. You did not give him the credit he deserved on that joke, how clever that joke was. Well, you, you, you'll give it to him. How about oh, that? I'm giving it to I him. I know. Mm. I understand. Second story. UFO I- testimony went forth, and it was out of this world. H6. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? Biologics came with some of these recoveries, yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Oh, you guys know I am all in on this UFO alien stuff. Mm -hmm. The UFO whistleblower David Grush... Okay. He's the one who came out uh, several months ago saying that he knew about things that the government are covering up when it comes to aliens and UFOs. He's saying that they have actually recovered aircraft with actual alien bodies still in the aircraft and the government's covering it up. Then they had more testimony from a Navy pilot, Ryan Graves, who has come forth and said that they've had several people, commercial as well as military people, report UFOs, encounters with UFOs, and the government has not acknowledged any of the incidents. couple things here. First and foremost, every single person that sits on the House Oversight Committee is the worst question asker ever. <laughs> they draw out their question and and du- it, it, there's there's a saying when you interview people it's called double barreling when you will ask uh, a guest a question and before they answer you'll ask the same question in a different way. I hate that. Or you ask a question and before they answer you ask a follow-up question because you want to get as much in in a certain time. These people on this panel, the the clip that you heard mm-hmm. was an edited version that sounded clean. Yes. But the actual question was all over the place. She was like, so I know that you can't tell us certain people uh, that could confirm this, but maybe departments that could tell us possible alien sight. Like, so what? So I know you can't say like their names, mm-hmm. but. There has to be departments that exist that, and I'm like, lady, sh- just ask, you've already asked the question, shut up, let them answer. Let them answer it. Okay, so that's the first part of it. Mm-hmm. The second part of it, now devil's advocate here, because okay. I, you know, I, I believe in aliens and all that good stuff and whatnot, but why, does this, why is this guy special? Just because he sat there in front of the House Oversight Committee? Like, why was he there, and what makes him special? Now, I know he's ex-military, and he's done a lot in the field. I get that. But nobody knows who this guy is. Well, when he There's a lot of people like him that will say the opposite. Well, when he came out and dis- disclosed all this information a couple months ago, they said then they wanted to sit down with him, go over everything, and I guess try to get some evidence, I guess, that they can go after the government with. Because that's what I don't understand. Like, okay, if he pre- presents the evidence that you can see or is tangible, what are you guys going to do to the government? Like, what's going to happen? There's nothing that can be said or done by anyone that would make the government unveil what they know about UFOs. Ever. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen either. It's just, it feeds to the, you know, the the storyline, right? When you have Mm -hmm. people like this, which is great because I dig this stuff. I'm Mm -hmm. all in. I mean, it's cool. It's a great conversation piece. I'm sure a lot of you will be talking today and just little bits and pieces of, of the story, what you've read, or maybe what you heard from us, or what you hear in the news and whatnot. And it's cool. You're like, oh, dude, did you know aliens exist? This David guy said so. You know, he's like, he's a big deal, and he knows. He's a whistleblower. You put whistleblower in front of every anybody, they're like geniuses. Yeah, it adds mm-hmm. credibility some, for some reason. Which, by the way, 
is a name that the media will give you. Yeah. No one says, I'm a whistle. Like, no one gets the nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname. No. You can't call yourself, like, okay, I'm VP now. You can't say that. You well, got to be can, nominated. But it doesn't mean it's real. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, there's only been one man who has successfully done it. And the Ooh. internet is full of whistleblowers. Yes. It's anybody saying something that has not been proven true. Right, that goes against something else. That it goes against the grain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So the whole thing, it's a great story, but it means absolutely nothing. I just want means to, zero. I just want to see something come about where they just take the alien and like plop it on the desk and it's live and they can't cut it off. Like I want to see that. Let me tell you, this is when we'll we'll know about alien life form mm-hmm. when the damn thing flies over our heads. Right. Yeah. That's that's when we'll know because they can't let us know. It would cause hysteria. Oh my god, the whole world would uproar. It would cause craziness. Every conspiracy theory that people jump on, some of the craziest conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. you know, like especially in the last six years, right? That's not really the president. This guy's doing this. I mean, that's not him. He's a he's a he's a clone. he's a snake. He's a clone. You know, look at his earlobes and all these things that are for the most part crazy talk. Mm-hmm. Once they say alien life form exists, all those things become true. Yes. Yep. There is nothing that is not true. And, and, and they won't believe the government anymore. No, absolutely not. And whole segments of religious populations will lose faith. And what, some people, they're only being like good because of their faith. Here, here's something. So my, I, I think I've told you guys this, but my father-in-law, very religious guy. Now, you know, I, I see differently with a lot of things that he sees, but I love him still, and he's a great guy. Uh, and I spent a lot of time with him in the car, this one instance. And he... What I remember from him, like I've known the man 10 years, mm-hmm. is that he was traditionally religious. Right. You know, uh, not Catholic, but he's just traditionally religious. The Bi- Literally the Bible, you read it, that's what it means. Right. Okay. And so it was a shock to me when we're in this car that he's explaining to me that angels are actually aliens. And I'm like, dude, where did this come from? <laughs> it was phenomenal. Right? He got me believing. Now, this isn't like to make fun of him or a shot at him by no stretch of the imagination, but a guy that's, I mean, you know, maybe late 50s, early 60s, I don't know his age, but who for his entire life has been a devout, religious, God-fearing man has now now has this belief that the angels are aliens. What we- was it that he told you that made him believe that? Because I remember when you said this to me, I'm like, he's right. He's right. I don't. I I don't know the whole story. I mean, there was something you told me he said that made me say that, and I keep forgetting, and I want to remember it so bad. It's actually it was a fascinating thing to listen to. It was. You know. It so was. Next time he's out here, I'll, I'll have you over and go hey, pull him Thank aside you. and be like, I promise you, he will have no problem explaining it to you. Yes, oh I would God. like to hear it. And he will go through the whole shebang. And he'll say a couple other things that might rub you the wrong way, but just focus on the alien angel. Okay, got you. <laughs> angel Anthony. But if you ever watch um, Ancient Aliens. Yes. You know, I, I know it's a television show, but I got to tell you, a lot of that stuff makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, which is real. Like the hieroglyphics and the writings yes. from civilizations from hundreds of years, thousands of years ago. And things that show up on one continent that couldn't have been on a separate continent based on the technology that they had. You know, the thing that blew me away was this episode they were talking about, you know, the the the, the different drawings on the wall and stuff for whoever in the Mayans or whoever it was. And they're like, you know, the dragons in the sky, right? Yes. We have this mythical creature of dragon. Dragons mm-hmm. never existed in the sky. They're not breathing right. fire and stuff. And so all these pictures the, of these quote-unquote dragons in the sky have 
fire coming out from the backside, like like their butts. Oh. And what does that tell you? That's a ship. Right. It's just something in the sky that's mm-hmm. got an engine and it's, it's you know, you know that kind of thing. They say every civilization has dragon mythology. They said even if you had completely segmented out, you go find a, a pygmy population that's only lived on an island separated from man for thousands of years, they will have lore about dragons. But it's really a UFO. Well, well that, that, that would be the, my conclusion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because dragons, we have no proof that they exist. They, they right. exist. There's no flying lizard in the sky. Right. Right. The biggest thing that we found would be a pterodactyl, essentially, but not a whole Tyrannosaurus with giant wings. But, you know, every civilization, you see their markings and their writings and stuff, they talk about things in the sky and the people that came from those things in the sky, and they all have very similar looks. Okay. That comes on the History Channel, doesn't it? It does. I need to stop watching I mean, watching you can stream. More. Oh, my God. Exotwethwith. I love that guy. <laughs> talk about Ecta Twethwheels on the Ain't the Aliens. <laughs> that guy knows what he's talking about. Pompous <laughs> son of a bitch, but he knows what he's talking about. He talks like that? Like the Ecta Wheels? That's the best part of the show. Yeah, <laughs> he's the whole show. It's like, it's a drinking game. You wait for like, <laughs> Georgie Populopolis or whatever his name is. Right. To say Ecta Twethwheels. There's nothing wrong with him. It's just how he talks. Okay. You know. Uh, there is a uh, a new way. So this is actually, the ladies are doing this to us guys. Uh, and so just a heads up for the fellas if you get asked this question. But this is the latest and greatest new litmus test to see if your guy's legit. Mm. It's not only being used right now. This is brand new. It's not only being used right now to see on a first date if you're worth going out uh, on a second date with. But if you've been with the person and there might be some question marks this is the do or die question that is being asked of men as of this week. Oh, I need to see what this is. All right. We'll have that conversation in a minute. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. Right there, that's Nikki D. And there is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. You can also text us at that same number on the text machine, 916-909-0985. And you can always talk to us on social media. Listen to the BS. I appreciate the last couple days as uh, we move into our new time slot here at 98 Rock. Uh, all the new follows and the uh, nice things, at least for the most part, that you all had to say. So thank you for that. That's very nice. Very cool. I like to see more and more people giving us a follow on. It's funny to like when you go to the different, you know, because we're you know on Instagram, we're on threads, we're on Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it, and Facebook, of course. But it's always interesting to see. You know, when somebody follows us, I always go to their profile, mm-hmm. or at least if you know, I try to as much because I want to see who's on what platform. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay. And 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 usually, city to city, market to market, demographic to demographic, uh, there are certain people for certain social media channels. Agreed. Right. Like the 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 the, the thing now is like, oh, the older folks are on Facebook. Yes. Yep. And maybe that's true. But I know that we get a lot of follows from people. I mean, I don't consider them old. I mean, they're all my age, so they're in their 40s. Right. So, I don't, you know, I'm like. I'm on Facebook. Very, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I've got, like, a bunch of Facebooks, matter of fact. Uh, uh, uh. You know, so. And then you see the Instagrams, and then you try to kind of, if you can't see their profile, you just see their little picture. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, what type of person is that? And they're just, they're Instagram heavy. So, anyway, I do care, and I do look at that. And, and I read all the comments, and I reply back. You know, we got a couple uh, private messages yesterday that I replied back to. So we're very uh, approachable. 
very approachable. I've been getting a lot of inboxes recently when I posted my flyer saying we're moving to mornings of artists who have followed me and are asking me if I'll play their music. And I always respond back and say, did you read my profile? I'm on, I'm on a rock station. I don't play your music. Really? <laughs> Sorry, I can't like help you. <laughs> DJ Wet Neck or something? Right. <laughs> They're all rap stars. <laughs> Yeah. Looking for me to play their music, little somebody. I can't do little, it. Yeah, little, little, <laughs> little. Play, just play a little bit of my little. music, right? <laughs> I don't know, I'm an up and coming rapper. I'm called a little bit. And that's all I need you to play. Right. A <laughs> little bit of this, a little bit of that. Here's my song. Uh, all right. So it's important, and I think everybody's got that question, especially when you first start dating somebody. You know, what's that one question that you ask to spot the red flag? to figure out if you're going to go out on a second date. And that carries over when you get into a relationship. There's no doubt that, you know, you could be with somebody for 10, 15, 20 years. You're still asking that. You're still playing the game. Mm -hmm. There's questions that you're going to ask to see what type of response that you're going to get. A lot of times, you know, women will ask men, you know, about how does this look or do you think this? And, you know, we as guys, the older we get, the smarter we get, I think. You got to be careful on how you answer that. Absolutely. Right? And so with us guys, we'll do the same with women because, you know, as as much as we like to portray that we're in control and we are, you know, the top of the top and this and the, you know, we're not. We're, 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 we lack self-confidence a lot of times in a lot of things that we do. And if, you know, men, I think more than women, and if the person that we're with is going to sign off on something, then it's going to make us feel better. But we will ask those questions. Right. It goes both ways. That's what I'm saying. Um, and if you do have a specific question that you ask or you continuously ask the person that you're with, I'd love to hear it. Uh, if you're single and you go out on dates or you're on one of these dating apps and you're talking to somebody even before you see them, is there a go-to question that you will ask in order to find that person, know that they're legit. One of the questions that I ask in specific is, do you want to be married? And if a man says, no, I'm just looking for something casual, I don't want anything serious, I'll never talk to you again. Because I'm at a point in my life where I do want to be married and I'm intentionally dating, so I will not date a person who answers that question that way. That's a trick question for a guy. How is it a trick question? Because a lot of women don't want to be married, or at least they portray that they don't want to be married. Mm -hmm. Because if a guy comes on too strong, and if a guy were to do that on the first date and start talking about marriage and kids. Dating intentionally. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, dating intentionally. Most women would write that guy off in a heartbeat. Yep. I don't know about that. A lot of people don't want to waste time with dating anymore. Like, we're kind of over the date this person, date that person, date. Like, you want to know, what do you want, and this is what we're going to do. You are an anomaly because your 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 biological clock is uh, ticking. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. It's still time. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, you're, you know, you're, you're how old? You're 40? 40-ish. Yeah, okay, you're 40-ish. 40 40-ish. You've never... You know that ne- sounds closer to 45, right? Like, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a single mother, a great single mother, I might add. Thank you. And uh, you're successful. You're you're in control. You're an independent woman. You got everything. Mm-hmm. Would you say you, smart? You're smart. You're beautiful. Uh, 60 pounds. Shut up, Nelson. I'm I knew asking. you were trying to be funny. I am I'm smart. Just, Thank you slipped. very much. So you got, Go you, ahead, Bailey. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the total package, minus those noises that come yes. out of the <laughs> 
<laughs> which, which I would suggest any guy that goes out with Nikki, you might want to ask how often those happen. That would be your question. But if a guy were to ask, you know, you're what I was saying is you're you're different because you're at that place. Okay. Most guys are going to be afraid to answer it the way you want to answer it. So you should, in my opinion, mm-hmm. you should preface it with saying, "I need you to be honest because here's where I'm at." Okay, maybe I'll try it that way. Yeah, and at at our age, because you and I are like two weeks apart, most of the men I would imagine you're running into are like me and have been married once already. Yes. I I guarantee there's not been one guy she's gone out with that's anything like you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) You're right, you're right. You're right. (laughs) I have gone out with men that's been married. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. You're gonna. Uh, t- I would be mad I'm if you sorry. wouldn't have taken it. I'm sorry. If I set a ball on a tee in front of you and you don't drill it out of the park, okay. who else can you talk to like this but me? I love stuff like this. All right, let me get to the point of the story. Oh my gosh! Right, give me sorry, a Nelson. Get a drink. He's got to reset. Because you made him laugh so hard. <laughs> I've never seen him do that. Oh, my God. Okay. Wet the whistle. The reason why I bring this up is there is a new question that is being asked to men from women. uh, And this is obviously a new thing because it has to do with this Barbie movie. Now, this Barbie movie, for those that don't know, has a very feminist kind of uh, undertone. undertone. Mm-hmm. And I don't say that in a negative way. I just say that's what the, you know, kind of the direction of the movie. And that right. really is the whole point behind the doll. You know, why it was made was because the 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 creator, this Ruth Handler, saw that the only dolls that women, girls, young girls were playing with were baby dolls, grooming them to the only thing they can do in life is be a mother. So she wanted to create a doll, in which she did in the Barbie franchise or whatever you call it, to show them that they can be a million different things. That's why they're all named Barbie. Right. And, you know, you got Barbie lawyer, Barbie doctor, stereotypical Barbie, Barbie wheelchair, Barbie pregnant, whatever. You know, uh, whore Barbie. You can be anything you want. <laughs> whore Barbie. I think you could turn any of the Barbies into a whore Barbie. Though. Yeah, true that. So the question that these women are asking, this new litmus test, is um, what are your thoughts on the Barbie movie? It's very simple. And they're looking for guys to respond with that they get it, they understand it, that they uh, that they, they they agree with it. I guess maybe I don't know that he's just not so violently opposed to it. He doesn't rag on it, whether he's seen it or not. If he has seen it and he thought it was a terrible movie or whatever, they're looking for that reaction. Now this is funny that I'm reading this story, talking about the story today, uh-huh. because. When I went and saw it this past weekend, Mm -hmm. and I was kind of asked to go see it. Right. Right. Uh, You know, I'm a girl dad. You are. And my wife, my daughter, who I love both more than anything in this world, and my daughter's friend was here. So it was three ladies and me. Mm -hmm. And they said, hey, we want to go see the Barbie movie tonight. I knew at that moment I had to make a very quick proper decision Mm -hmm. (laughs) to go or not to To go go or not to go (laughs) but to go was the right answer yes personally i had no interest in seeing the movie at all you know it's just not my thing nor should it be my thing i didn't play with barbies 
I'm a guy. If it was a G.I. Joe movie, <laughs> if it was a Transformer movie, I'm in. Right. The Lego movie, I'm in. But I have no desire to see this. That's why I have kind of a problem with this movie because if you look at the flip side, and let's just take Oppenheimer, right, which is mm-hmm. maybe, let's just say, a more guy-centric sure. movie. It's about World War II. It's about the bombs. It's Nukes. About, right. It's about stuff like that, right? So it's more of a guy-centric movie. History. You know, if I were to, I'm not going to ask my wife, what are your thoughts on Oppenheimer, the movie? And if she answers wrong, hold it against her. I think mm-hmm. that's a dick move. There's not a guy that I have ever dated in my life that I can think that I would even ask that question to. What did you think about the Barbie movie? Because if he told me he saw it, I would feel some kind of way about him immediately because my mom would be like, why did you go see the Barbie movie? Well, I think this, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nelson, but this question is more for somebody going to see it with them, like after they saw it. They're asking, they're, a lot of it is that, yes, but they because are Because you ask- have to see it. Like, I didn't know it was this feminist-driven movie. Well, they're also asking it, if you haven't seen it, just what are your general feelings about it? Would you go if I wanted you to go kind of thing also? No, I, I would not force any man that I was dating to go with me to see Barbie. Me and my daughter went. That's the only person I expected to go with me to see it was her. I honestly wouldn't want my my husband or boyfriend to go see a Barbie movie with me. Oh, And then that's the question you ask when you get out of every movie. If you go with somebody, what do you think of the movie? Right, Because yeah. that's the conversation. Yeah. And this question was asked to me when we left the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And I was, I didn't think it was great. Um, it was okay for what it was. I mean, if I were to, you know, Siskel and Ebert and break it down, I mean, it was, it was okay. It just wasn't my thing. Right. There wasn't a lot for you to relate to. But right. So when I got out and I was asked the question, I really had to grind down and go, it was pretty good (laughs) because I know that they enjoyed it because they grew up with Barbies. Barbies. And you couldn't be like, oh, that sucks. And you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that rains on their parade, but here's the funny thing in the catch 22. You go see a guy movie and you leave it. A woman has no problem Mm-mm. with tearing man. that damn movie apart. Hated it. And we can't say a damn thing back. Like, oh man, I just sorry. You know, next week we'll hit up Barbie again. Remember, <laughs> I was surprised when I went with you guys to see Transformers because deep down in my shanana, I dreaded it. I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta go with them to see Transformers. I don't know nothing about it. I've never seen one Transformer movie, but then shockingly, I really liked it. It was good. Right. But I would have never gone if I didn't go with both of y'all. Yeah, but you could have walked out of that movie. Oh, stupid. You guys played with those things. Oh, I yeah, would have if it dumb. was dumb. Trust me. Oh, I know you <laughs> I would have said it. Yeah. Well, I mean, she we're not dating. To. This is all about dating somebody to see if, I get, if you're using the Barbie movie as a litmus test, if you're going to date somebody, I think you got more issues. Oh, so you already got problems. <laughs> you got some major, major problems. That's not it. You know, there's so many other red flag questions that you could uh, ask versus uh versus versus asking about the Barbie movie like is there anyone who would be upset to find out you were on this date now that is an excellent question that is an excellent question something that people don't ask because men always use this thing now well well I'm not lying to you because you didn't ask me mm-hmm. what did you learn about yourself from your last relationship if uh, they only spew hate and can't reflect I'm out that's kind of like when you go for a job. And they ask you, they do this on purpose. They'll ask you about your former employer. Mm-hmm. And if you trash them, you're out. Yep, they're not going to hire you. No. Instead, they want you to lie. Mm-hmm. And say good things. And mm-hmm. that's the same thing with this question. 
No, I don't think that that means they want you to lie. It means you have to if lie. I no, it means from any experience you have in life, there should be something that you learn about yourself from it. So if I ask you about your last relationship and you don't tell me anything about you, you only trash the person that you were with. That's going to tell me that you didn't learn anything from it. Well, I agree. So with I you. don't want to date you. Yeah. Because you didn't learn anything about yourself because two, it takes two to tango and one person is never always wrong in a relationship. I don't think there is ever a question. I know I didn't do it on purpose. I mean, there might be things. I was very catty when I was dating. Mm-hmm. There were things that would turn me off. A laugh. I remember oh, I was I da- back in the day I was I dated Caretop's ex-girlfriend and uh, beautiful girl, really sweet and very available. Um, which don't worry about what that means, but <laughs> but you didn't like her laugh. I didn't like her laugh. But then you and t- I told her that I said, "Look, we can't." She wanted to be boyfriend girlfriend. I said, "I can't. I I can't, I can't stand your laugh." Which that is pity. Wow. I was like, "I just need you at certain like increments." I mean, how catty? It's honest though. Yeah, but that's the but thing. But it's catty. But it's honest. Would you rather have honesty or no? But then you break up with a girl because she used your bathroom. No, I broke up with her because she did not flush all the way. Oh, well, I thought it was foul. just because she used it. No, no, you're more than what? Well, no, you can use it. I thought the, you said it's because she did number two and it turned you off. But I'm like, what was she supposed to do? Hold it till the next day? Flush well, it all the way. Maybe she flushed it and this toilet wasn't good. I'm sure she did not flush I'm it at sorry. all. I'm sorry. If you call a plumber. Oh, she needs to call a plumber for your toilet. Do something. If you do that at a new person's house, you don't make double sure that the toilet is completely cleared out. Listen, I have had an instance where I had to go and I couldn't hold it. And I pushed the lever down and it just said bloop like it didn't flush at all. And I almost died. Did you ask for help at that point? I sneakily... Asked for help and word. figured out a way to get that toilet to flush without being discovered. Well, you know the saying, right? What is that? If you open the crack, you got to double back. No, what does that mean? That means if you do that, you know, I don't like talking about this stuff. Yeah. But if you, you got to double check and check again. Yeah. And make yes. sure it's gone. Okay. I you got open you. the crack, you got to double back. I've never right. heard that saying. I haven't either. But <laughs> I literally just made it up. I hope so, but I'm going to take that with me. It's like you haven't heard it. No. I'm going to have that for the rest of my life. As you were talking, I'm like, what Ryan said? I could double back. It's genius, dude. It is. Everyone's going to say it now. I want it on a t shirt. <laughs> New Bailey Show merch. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've got some more of these I can read off. If you have any, like I said, feel free to uh, participate. I'm trying to feel out this, you guys, and how you work. I mean, you give something away. They'll call. I, I, I can't, They'll be here. I, I can't get an open line. I try to have a conversation. Mute. Nothing. Well, maybe it's just we're boring. Who knows? <laughs> we're not boring. Blame Nelson. <laughs> yeah. It's probably because Nelson's shirt stinks. <laughs> no, this one wasn't in that pile. They Seep, can smell it through the phone. <laughs> seeping through the speakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People are looking at each other in their car. What stinks? Oh, it's that guy on the radio. It's a sour smell. Uh, 916-909-0985. Hang on. The Messi of Matadors, like Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. soccer player, Andreas Rocare. Right? That's how you say That's that? You, you got to roll the R's. Always got to roll the R's. He's a Spaniard. Only roll the R's if there are two R's. Always roll the R's. Well, there are two R's. Rocare. Next to each other. Well, depends how you space the. <laughs> anyway. Okay. So this guy's like the Matador of all Matadors. And he got gored 
real bad. Oh, by an eleven hundred dollar or eleven hundred eleven hundred pound uh, bull. That's his fault. Yeah, that I agree with. Yes. That is his fault. That I that I totally <laughs> agree with you. Well, thank you. Like like the people that go out and do the gator shows mm-hmm. and stuff, and like watch me put my head in this alligator because we're friends. I feed him every day. Snap. Snap. Your fault. Absolutely. That I agree with. Mm-hmm. The Russian in the Red Sea, not so much. Mm-hmm. But this guy, <laughs> he got the schnizzles. How much does that bull weigh? 1,100 pounds. Uh, 60 pounds? About 60 pounds. Oh, but you don't want to take his $1,100. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, Let's go ahead. Uh, yeah, and then so after this bull gores this dude, and he flips him up in this packed stadium. Can oh. you see it? Yeah. yeah. Like, but where does the horn enter? Because you know I want to see it. All right, watch this. But done. Boom. Ooh. Yeah, and then lifts him up and throws him up against the wall uh-huh. while he's being gored, and oh. then the fans are pulling him off the horn. Him up, well, I don't know, off the horn, but they're trying to pull him up off uh, off the off the ground, off uh-huh. the, the inside oh, of the thing. That is a good video. And then you have a bunch of other people coming over trying to distract the bull. Right. The other dude gets flipped. No mention of him in this story. Poor guy. Well. Dang, that's a good video. See, I love me a good video like that. that you can see all the things up close. Yeah. So he, where does it enter? Ooh. His belly, his leg, his groin area? Like, where's the actual stab? It uh, looks right up under the chest area. Oh, like, that it video. Got, like it got into like a lung like or something. He maybe. just hung him right on up. You want to wave a flag in my face? Oh. <laughs> Roka Ray taken to the hospital with wounds to his knees uh-huh. and bruises on his neck, face, and legs. However, he avoided life-threatening wounds. Amazingly enough, Dang. he took to Instagram just hours later because, of course, that's what you do uh-huh. to thank a fellow matador who had jumped to save him from the animal. He's considered one of the best bullfighters in the world. What a stupid job. Dumb. That is a dumb. You know, they can't see red, right? Yeah, they're, they, it's aggressive to the mo- motion of the, the cape. Yeah, it's the cape. Oh, so it doesn't matter that it's red. It could be any color. It could be anything. And it's okay. also not just one guy. It's not one man versus a bull. By the time that thing goes down, it's got like eight or nine swords that have been stabbed into it. It's like a uh, slow death. I don't think they still do. I don't think they do that still. Oh, they don't actually kill him anymore? Yeah, I don't think they they do the, the sword things. I think that's, I think. I oh, think I thought they still did. Peter didn't put a put stop, a stop to, to it. Internationally, PETA has power like that? Oh, yeah, they got the Spanish uh, headquarters. <laughs> no, they don't. El PETA. No, they don't. I'm pretty sure they still do that to those poor bulls. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's why I'm not mad that he got gorged. It's Say like, what you want. It's his fault. <laughs> you just want to pack it up now. <laughs> like, who are you sometimes? It's it's not gorged. Uh, 60 pounds? It's what not, is it? Gored. There's no G. Gored. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I got to be a professor around here. A <laughs> professor? Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> There's like four or five drops you've given me just in the last few minutes. I don't want to argue with her because it's going to sound mean. Uh-huh. But how do you even come back to that? Like, I don't want to be a professor because I don't. I got to be a professor. <laughs> say every oh, I'm sorry. Right. I didn't know I needed a master's to be on the show. <laughs> exactly. I need degrees to be around here. College degree Gosh. to be on the BS. Uh, gorge, gourd, whatever. <laughs> Goes, you mean this like a pumpkin? Gracious. You got a pumpkin? No. Gord is what it is. Okay, I got it. The rapist. Gord. Don't say gord. gord. The rapist. <laughs> oh, therapist. Sorry. 
I'll take the rapist for 20. <laughs> guys are so, whatever. Just because I split it up doesn't mean anything. Gorged. Oh, whatever. It's fine. I got Gorged. it. Gorged. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? From now on, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, yep. you're going to correct me. No. I already know you are because I can tell when you guys start laughing. Well, we have to because somebody's thinking it. And if we don't, then. Yeah, they're going to think we're all gorging. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gorged. Are you gorgeous George? <laughs> gorgeous George. <laughs> What's something you did as a teenager that you're still ashamed of? That's a question. Going back to this red flag conversation. Ooh, that is a good question. No, nobody asked that on the first date. I don't think people ask that on the first date, but I think people who print these type of questions off online might. So I'm thinking of getting a tattoo. Actually, I'm not thinking particularly hard about it getting a tattoo. It just sounds, it just tends to bring out a guy's opinions on a bunch of things and he gets controlling. Like that's, if he says, that's don't good, do actually. it. That's really interesting, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because people have. I mean, you can tell a lot about how uh, somebody by like, the car they drive, mm-hmm. the music that they listen to, the foods that they eat, the routine in their day. Yep. Uh, maybe even their job, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, but I never thought about tattoos. Just ask a question because people, you know, have their hell bent on things. Like me personally, I think that if you get a tattoo, it should mean something. But there are people that don't feel that way. That's fine. And everybody has a hard opinion when it comes to tattoos. Like for me, I don't have one and there's several reasons, but my number one reason is I think tattoos on dark skinned people look dirty. So I just don't mm. do it. Actually, I like them. I think they look cool. Yeah. I've always thought that they just look dirty. You Every know, dark skinned friend I have when they get them, my initial reaction is it's something on your arm, some dirt. And, and it's like, no, it's a tattoo. I could see a tattoo like on your shoulder of a 60-pound bull gorging somebody. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, I kind of want to get a tattoo on my foot recently. I don't know where that came from, but I haven't actually done it. But I want to. I think I do. On your foot? On my foot. I don't have any tattoos. Okay, if we were on a date, I was gonna, I'll was going to. i ask you, what mm-hmm. do you want to get? What kind of tattoo do you want to get? I want to get a vine with a butterfly landing on it because okay. I think it means something. And what is it? You think it means something, mm-hmm. but you're not sure what it means? I don't know what it means because when I went out hiking, a butterfly landed oh. on my shoe and it stayed there until I moved for it to go. And when I say move, like I took a step and it still stayed there. Like I had to almost kick it off of my shoe. And I just think that means something. Well, break it down because the butterfly does mean something and vine does mean something. And I will tell you, they do not go, they do not go together. Why don't they go together? Because of what they mean. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, what does it mean? Well, a vine means that you personally, I mean, not a vine, but a butterfly means that you were once ugly, right? And you probably lost a lot of weight (laughs) and you've now gotten a lot prettier, but you have a tendency to go back to being ugly, maybe physically or emotionally. I never heard of that before. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows that. Okay. And then the vine means that you would grow into that ugly person, you know? So eventually if you like get a long vine, then they'll know that you're already ugly. You know what? I'm sitting here really intently listening to you tell Every me these do. definitions. And as you start talking you about do. the vine, I'm like, he's freaking lying to me. Yeah. And here I am sitting here <laughs> zoned in, hearing these definitions in my mind, thinking like, should I not do this then? Because it means this. And you are lying to me. Okay. This, I'm this over tracks it. on why you stop buying from Wayfair. I just get it. You're very easily convinced of things. No, it's just. I, when I trust people and they tell me things, I tend to believe them. <laughs> and Bailey is pretty smart. 
So when he tells Pretty. me stuff, most of the time he's telling me right stuff. But I'm you know, realizing I'm, lately that he's telling me a lot of wrong stuff. Well, I'm pretty because my vine is so short. Uh-huh. Oh, whatever. It <laughs> yeah. You don't see a butterfly tattoo on him, do you? Right. No, I don't. It hasn't not. grown into the ugly <laughs> cocoon. Whatever. Grown into ugly. <laughs> do you believe in aliens? Another red flag question. Mm. On a first date, it says. It will lead to interesting conversation and give insight to their belief of a higher power or otherwise. You know what? I said I don't have a question, but here's something that if I were single... This is I would I would find something newsworthy topical that day, mm-hmm. like topic A, biggest story. Like today, if you're going out on a date with somebody tonight, ask them about the UFO stuff. Right. Talk to ask about Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Right. One of those two things. That's the big two big stories of, of the day. Right. And if they know nothing about it, I would have no interest in dating them. Because you'll know they don't keep up with current events. Correct. OK, that's good. That's good. But you know what? A lot of people don't. And that's the mistake I made with Rach when we first started dating. She didn't keep up with current events? She still doesn't. And I didn't ask her. <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah. Well, she kind of does because she listens to the show every day. Well, now, yeah, she's Zoom <laughs> by default. She can be trained. But she's, no, she can't. Oh. No, no, no. She's grandfathered in now. I can't oh. get, I can't do anything with her. <laughs> nope. She's, she's unmoldable. Grandfathered. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything. Uh, I like to ask men what feminism is. Those of quick wit will not venture to mansplain, somebody says, is a good question for a lady to ask on a first date. Hmm. Why this feminism thing? Like what? So Because if a, a lot of toxic guys, like, want to rail against feminism. So you're just looking for a not controlling guy. Basically. Right. It doesn't have to be a guy that believes that, you know, women should be in the NFL. No. <laughs> <laughs> All true feminism is is equality. <laughs> Where did you get that from? Well, that, right? I mean, that's it, like militant feminism, right? Yeah. Like women can do everything, yes, and so they can be in the NFL and they can do all so that everybody should be in the sports, right? All that stuff. And then if you sit there and you disagree, God forbid, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're out, you're out. No sex for you. Nope. And you're picking up the tab. You're at Applebee's by yourself. Well, at least it was two for twenty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you all right. Okay. Do you like animals? Have pets? Mm. Oh, if somebody asks me that question, yeah. they're probably not going to no. date me. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you're a dog lover, don't go. I can't wait for you to start dating guys here. It's going to make such great stories. Have you got onto an app or anything? No. These people here look. Um, no, I have not got on that app really yet because oh, I tried don't blame it out. the whole city. Just like I pull try- up before I, I just crap all over <laughs> yeah. all of Sacramento. I tried it out, and when I just scrolled the one little time, it was nothing that I would be interested. Yeah, in. Yeah, I imagine they, so, a lot of them look like me. <laughs> I mean, they do, and then some other stuff they look like. They just wasn't. <laughs> they wasn't. It's hard out here. It's hard what, out here for you women. What app is she on that all the guys look like you, Wilson? <laughs> Meat flap app. <laughs> the meat flap app. Yeah. The bumblebee tuna. Bumblebee with tuna. Oh, extra cheese on white bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Why don't you let us pick for you or suggest mm-hmm. highly? I, I don't know if y'all going to be able to suggest what I want. Black. <laughs> no, that's not oh. it. You don't. You can't just be black. black. <laughs> the black bumblebee. Hey, this guy's black. Come over here. Yeah. Well, we'll pick him. Is there a black, like, uh, a, a black only dating app? Yes. There is, yes. It's called Black People Meet. Black People Meet. Or either be okay. I'm sorry? 
it's a app called Black People Meet, yeah. and then there's another app that's called BLK. It's the abbreviation for Black. Except there's a lot of white girls on BLK too. There are because mm-hmm. they've turned that into a streaming platform as well. Don't they sell shoes too? I don't know about them selling BLK. shoes. Right? No. <laughs> oh no, that was the serial killer. That's BTK. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, I'm like I don't know about this. <laughs> no tomatoes on this app. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on those apps? No. No. I'm well, I'm on BLK by default because I stream on Tag and they're all connected. So I'm technically on it, but gotcha. not really. Uh-huh. I don't have a profile on BLK, but if I'm live and you're on there, you can see me. Do you do the same thing if a guy reaches out to you on one of these apps that you do in real life? What do you mean? Are you late to respond? <laughs> I a lot of times don't respond at all. <laughs> To be honest, BPT. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> All right, fourth and well, let, let me let's slide through some of these apps maybe. Tomorrow. Okay, let's slide through and see. Yeah, maybe, can you print them out? Can you do it on the on the computer? Now that I don't know, I'll see if I can put it on here. You know, a lot of times our companies have stuff like that blocked. Can you like print out like a handful of of guys, and do they have a profile that I can read? I'll see if I can print it out on here. That'd be great. I'd love to do that. Okay. And then Nelson and I will go back and forth. Maybe somebody. Now, do you want them from dating sites or the site I'm already on with all the hundreds of messages that's in my inbox now? Oh, damn. Look at you. What are they saying to you? Oh, my gosh. I, a lot of this stuff I can't even say on air, but if you want to. They dirty? Yeah. Pornography? Yes. Like squeeze your boobies and stuff? Worse than that. What? Guaranteed mm-hmm. there's some eggplant emojis in that inbox. Yeah, worse than that. This is one I saw the other day That's... that I was just like, get out of here. Are you kidding me? It has to have worked at least once. Otherwise, why would guys keep doing it? All right. So, yeah, this guy says, do you need a full body massage and a face to, I don't even know if I can say this No, you not. can't. If you, um, if you, yeah, I'm sure. you, you just... can use it for your pleasure. And I look at him, and I don't respond, of course, but in my mind, I'm like, yours, your face is not one I would use because I would like to stay clean. So, no, thank you. Oh, he's saying, yeah. <laughs> is he saying, like, use his face as a piece of furniture? Yep. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, thank you. I thought this was like a zoo picture. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, have if you went, I would messages. not allow you to go out with this guy. Yeah, I wouldn't go out with him anyways. His face looks like a, a like half brick, half gorilla. Exactly. He's a white guy. <laughs> what is he look? Let me see. And he's losing his hair. Look at him. Look like a serial killer. Looks Ridiculous. like a bad guy in a in a Steven Seagal movie. It looks like somebody said, "Hey, Chat GPT, give me a picture of a man that is also a, a gorilla." <laughs> God, he needs to go on some other sites. Cromangan.com. Yeah, I have lots. Yeah. <laughs> I have lots of messages. Cave, in cave, 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 yeah. <laughs> cave in. Cave in. There it is. All right. Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you why a protester was on fire and what animal popped up at baggage claim. All right. Two big stories from today. Get and learn with your fourth and final round of headlines here in a minute. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Fourth and final round of headlines brought to us by Good Guys Heating and Air. GoodGuysHeatingCooling.com. They do have the best service. They do have the best price, and that is all guaranteed. What's great about them is they'll try to fix it before they try to sell you. I like that. That's no BS. All right, Nikki, go ahead. This stump man gave a fiery speech that lit the crowd up. H7. 
the veteran stuntman who you can get a glimpse of right now in theaters doing some of the stunts for Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny set himself on fire. As the Hollywood strike continues, more and more things is happening every day. They're out there, the picket lines, things going on. This is according to the L.A. Times. A stuntman by the name of Mike Massa lit himself on fire and walked across the stage yesterday. Pretty now, cool. It was cool, but he's a stuntman, so I'm thinking, by the way, the video, look, he had on one of those, like, trick jackets. He wasn't literally on fire, as if it would have burned him. They did have to put him out with an extinguisher, but it was just a cool little thing for him to do out there. Well, you know, that's what stuntmen do. They don't actually... Set themselves on fire for real? Right. Like, they're not burn victims after one stunt. Well, yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just okay. saying. So it was not that appealing? You wanted somebody really to set themselves on fire? I mean, I was just like, he's a stuntman. He's not really on fire. But everybody was all like, woo, it's all great. But I'm like, you want it like, I'm going to fast until you change the rules in prison? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I just wasn't that impressed by it, watching it. <laughs> if you're not really going to burn yourself. <laughs> just and I'm blown away, by the way. You're trying to tell me that every time I see somebody on fire in a movie, they're not really dying? Nope. That's crazy. But you feel like they are. You get the emotion from it. Yeah. Even right. on my way home yesterday, I saw uh, picketers, the healthcare workers picketing. And one thing that I observed from that was the doctors, like, walked through the picket lines. And by the time they were crossing in front of my car on the street, they were laughing. So I'm like, I wonder if they're laughing because somebody said something funny or... They're not for the cause. Biden won't uh, come to L.A., come to California and uh, raise funds for his campaign for reelection until the strike is over. Because he doesn't want to deal with it? No, because he's. That's his protest? That Because he's standing with the actors and so, which is pretty dumb. Which, if you think about it, you know, the. You go to the actors, don't you? Like. Well, no, you think. Here's the thing is, you know, the. Um, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? The perception is always that the left caters to the uh, to Hollywood, uh-huh. right? And vice versa. And and if anyone in Hollywood leans right, they're kind of outed, ousted, yes. you know, that kind of thing. So if he's going to stand in unity for them getting what they get, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get reelected because he doesn't have enough funds... <laughs> It's almost the opposite of what they're trying to accomplish, which is kind of funny. Like, if it's all said and done and that dude doesn't get reelected, and it's because he didn't have enough funds to, you know, I don't know. Oh, because he didn't come to California. <laughs> because he didn't come because he was standing here. <laughs> right. The same people that probably helped him get reelected or get elected the first time actually shut him down from getting reelected because they get, that's just funny. It is. We you think know? about it that way. Yeah, just the irony of it all. That's right. The irony of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Second story. Raccoons are haunting me this week. H8. Well, we've come to expect just about anything when traveling by air these days. Anything except perhaps what you see right here. This is cell phone video of a raccoon on the baggage carousel yesterday at PHL. I started my week off running over a raccoon coming into work, and then I check on the news, according to ABC News to be exact, and there's this raccoon on this video I'm watching running around in a baggage claim. They're saying the raccoon came up through the baggage chute somehow because they're surrounded by wooded areas, and he got in and got out on his own, but nobody touched him. People were kind of just screaming and standing back, and you just see him running around all over the little baggage claim chute. And this airport is not the first time it's had a raccoon. A second time they had a raccoon, and it's on video, where he came up a little chute that went into one of those mini markets that's in there where you buy snacks. 
he grabs a pack of Twizzlers and goes back down into the chute. So they're interviewing this lady in the airport who's basically like, this airport is infested with raccoons and they need to do something about it. This is not cute or funny. They're saying they're not infested. Normally they will set traps to get them out, but this raccoon went out on its own. The important thing about that story is you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> it's not the most newsworthy thing that I've heard today. Oh, my God. But I could see the passion. Right. And because I've been dealing with raccoons this week. I understand. Like, it's all the, the headlines. Just so the audience knows, it's not about getting news to you. It's about what tickles Nikki did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we need to kind of just take a step back. And, you know, we do two stories an hour. That would mean eight full stories. Mm-hmm. Seven of those stories will probably be extremely beneficial to you. Yep. And at least one of them will be beneficial to Nikki. <laughs> well, she got to get something for her. Right? right, exactly. So she needs to get hers. Call that a perk. And Who doesn't like a good raccoon story? Uh, you know, I'm, I think it was great. And I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, it was made by you being amused as you're reading it. Like, I don't even think you said what airport it was. Yes, I did. I said it was Philadelphia International Airport. Oh, okay. you're right. I had no idea. Yeah. I, I'm watching her just giggle about the, you know, I got to tell you, I hit a raccoon. In your head, it was sack, wasn't it? And Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I would have bet my whole paycheck you were talking about the airport 20 minutes from here. So I got to tell you, it doesn't matter where it's at. It's just the raccoon. And then this lady they talked to. Then I started thinking, was, man, there's a lot of raccoons in Sacramento. <laughs> Nikki had that accident with one. They got this one that's uh, stealing snacks out at the airport. <laughs> What's going on here? One that's surfing the bags. <laughs> What's going on? Being invaded by the raccoon. <laughs> so tomorrow, I think we'll probably get lucky with another raccoon story. <laughs> well, in the week off, great. Oh my God. <laughs> Why not? I'll look for one. And over the weekend, she'll just stock up on them. <laughs> RaccoonDaily.com is where she gets all of her news. Oh, my God. That was a great story. Oh, it was the best. <laughs> Ten times better than the old dude fainting or oh, yeah. the UFO guy. <laughs> By the way, Mitch McConnell, back to work. Dude, you're 81. Take a day. Yeah, just a day. Relax. Yeah. Yeah. Or work from home. Take a long weekend. Take a vacation. <laughs> Sheesh. You look like Mr. Magoo. Yeah. It kind of sounds like them, too. I didn't want you to think there'd be any improprieties, so I'm back here on the podium. Oh. (laughs) You got Douglas. All right. Last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. You can also get us on the text machine before we get out for a Thursday and roll some credits here in a minute. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name is Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson about out the door for the day. It's all uh, on my Facebook feed. Last night, someone that I know asking the question, should you support the women's soccer team if they're not putting their hand over their heart and standing for the uh, our national anthem as they play? Because they, you know, they, they they've gone like um, was it uh, they unbeaten? You know, they're unbeaten. They tied mm-hmm. Netherlands the other day. I don't know. I'm not a big soccer person, but uh, you know, it's in, you should be if it's anything that represents our country, right? Sure. You kind of be interested in it a little bit. And so it's this long thread that I was reading through. It's actually pretty interesting. It was a fair question. I thought, you know, if you've got, you know, there's there's a bunch of these women that are playing on the soccer team that. Uh, overseas that aren't standing for the anthem. 
I'm like, isn't that played out? Aren't we done with that? Haven't we we moved on from the, hey, I I don't care about the national anthem? I I thought we had, but if people are still doing it, I guess not. (laughs) Like, I I, I don't see uh, what good it does for your cause, right? I mean, other than get people that have a like-minded opinion, Mm -hmm. like you have every right to protest, but I don't think that's the way to do it. I don't because the idea is to get someone's attention. Who are you texting? I'm not. I was looking the, up uh, the U.S. Women's Soccer. Drives me insane. No, you tell me to make sure that I know something, so I'm looking it up so I can have input for you. I just don't think that's the way to get people's <laughs> attention. Like you get their attention, but then you got to pay it off. Yeah, like the Kaepernick knee thing. Uh huh. Okay, so he did the knee. He ruffled feathers. Others, you know, sheeplessly followed, and then you have the cause. So what's next? You can't keep kneeing down, for, like it's it's not, you gotta. There's gotta be there's gotta be a, a payoff. payoff. There's a payoff to everything. Everything in life has a payoff. You eat because you're hungry. You drink because you're thirsty. You breathe because you want to live. I you, think his his cause had a payoff. He wanted to bring awareness to an issue, and he did. That was his payoff. Awareness. That's all he ever was trying to do was to get people to be aware. Was what he doing going to make an immediate change? No, but people did at least start talking about it. But people have been talking about it forever. I mean, what he what he raised awareness for is is not like he was the first to do it. You know, and like this this the women's uh, soccer team, they're not the first to do it. I just always think that there has to be more of a payoff. Like you. You want to solve the problem. You want to actively solve the problem. Like the next step is you would be. Well, and bring the protest to an end. Right. Bring it to an end. Have some kind of solidarity. Mm-hmm. Take your people, whoever, for whatever cause, you take them to the, the places that they need to go to to make the changes. Right. And even if you get one change, like one minor change, that's mm-hmm. a win. It is. Absolutely. I agree with that. But the, the Kaepernick thing, I don't know what changed. I think nothing other than that. We knew the dude kneeled and, you know, they were, you know, their social injustice, which is no secret. I mean, it's not like it's America's best kept secret. Right. We know about it. What's the big deal? These women, I think, uh, what are they pissed off at? I know. I know a couple of years ago they were mad at the artificial turf. And I think they're, you know, they're mad at, you know, whatever the, the country did. But you're representing the country. You couldn't be there unless you, you know, were an American. And they're out of the country doing this. You know, they're out of the country. Doing yeah. This. See, now that doesn't make sense to me at all. Oh, it's about racism still. Is it? Well, that's what Megan Rapinoe was uh, uh, criticized about. That woman's angry. Yeah. She's always complaining about something. <laughs> I don't know her. Like, like, why don't you shock the world and, and not complain once? <laughs> like, do the opposite. I bet you'd get more exposure from people and get your message out if you did the opposite. Just the one time. And like, oh, my God, she... Stood for the national anthem. She's singing. She's singing the national anthem. I don't know. It just looks lowbrow. Because when you do that, you, I think, are selfish. Because there's so many people that don't care about uh, all the all the BS out there. No pun intended. But, you know, they mm-hmm. don't care. They just want, they just love their country. They want patriotism. Mm-hmm. They, they, they want it more be, because it's a lack of and because of all these different sects of people that are protesting and 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 blaming that it's it's the overall you know it's it's the guy that served in Vietnam's fault it's the guy that died in World War II's fault it's <laughs> it's the guy that uh, you know has one leg that came back from the Gulf War's fault you know that's the way that it's looked at amongst the masses right you know it's not just your cause mm-hmm. just find somewhere different to do it I'm really against it I don't like that I, don't I can tell classy makes me angry <laughs> hey Stephen and Sack quickly uh, what can we do for you sir. 
Hey, I just wanted to let uh, Nelson know that I found a store in Sacramento that has all of his sriracha. I'm a sriracha guy myself, and yeah. they've got the actual brand, and they've got the big bottles. Um, it, there's a ton of them. I saw about 25 to 35 bottles. How much per bottle, though? Because I had this happen about a month ago, and it was $50 a bottle they wanted. That I don't. I I believe it was in the $40 range, but yeah. it is the larger bottle. It is the large bottle, like the 28-ouncer or whatnot. Uh-huh. I just, you know, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if you were able to find any, so I just figured I'd let you know, man. They have a ton of it, so if, just wanted to give you a heads up. So, Steve, if they're charging, you know, $40 a bottle for Sriracha, is that price gouging or capitalism? Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> capital I'm gouging not sure i i would say price gouging to be honest with you in my opinion but i will pay it because i love sriracha i eat it on everything pizza included i mean i love sriracha it's one of my favorite things so for me you know paying the, the 40 bucks or 45 bucks i think it was it was it was worth it because like you i've been looking everywhere and when you look online people want like 150 bucks plus keep going so, Keep going back to Amazon. I found that same size bottle for 20. It just got here. It took a week and a half. I finally have one bottle and I spent 20 on it. So the, it can be oh, wow. found, but it doesn't it's not in stock very long. What is it okay, original? Yeah, I definitely will do that. I didn't know I could find it on Amazon. I've been looking <laughs> 499. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like everywhere else you go, it's totally not you know i mean you, you can't it's completely sold out they have the knockoff stuff but that stuff just doesn't taste the same nope i wonder if restaurants that have sriracha are charging like they're not leaving it on the table they just won't bring it i wonder if they're, char- they're not they're not so are they no, are so they Oz, there's a place called oz uh korean barbecue right off of uh bradshaw and highway 50 and they actually only serve you the amount of sriracha you ask for. They won't leave the bottle on there because wow. people, I guess, have been stealing it too much. Oh, Nelson. But do they charge extra, <laughs> like, for, like you say, can you put it in a, what are they, a ramekin? A ramekin. Yeah. Can you put it in a ramekin I for guess. me? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, things. I guess. I don't know. I, I, you know, for me, I was willing to do whatever it took. Like I said, I'm a sriracha guy. I live by it. So, I've, but, you know, it, it's, I've I never, guess it just depends on what you're willing to pay, man. I've never, <laughs> you know, I mean, we're, we're new to town, obviously, but... I've just never seen so many like, people care about sriracha. Well, no, not that. Just stealing. Like the Home Depot, everything's uh, locked oh, up. Oh, yes. That's great. All right, we got to run, Steve. Appreciate you listening. Call back again. Okay? Right on, man. Thank right. you. Appreciate right. it. You guys have a good one. All right, you too. We'll see you. All right, let's get out of here. You know, I purposely didn't write what he said on the screen for a reason. Huh? You know, I purposely did not write what he just called about on the screen for a reason. Oh, why? Because I didn't know how to spell sriracha, and I didn't have enough time to Google it. And I didn't <laughs> want to hear your mouth, so I just abbreviated it the way that I did. Oh. You got something to say to Nelson. That's well, it. Oh, well, you did good. I know I did, because oh, okay. I wasn't taking no more crap. But you could have done it phonetically, like S-I-R dash no. Acha. <laughs> Would you even have known that that was misspelled if she spelled it that way? Absolutely. Okay. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> known this girl for a minute. All right, let's get out of here, Nikki. Uh, have a great Thursday. All right, Nelson. Uh, thank you. At Listen to the BS, you're welcome. <laughs> give us a like, give us a follow, give us a share on social media, please, at Listen to the BS. Uh, other than that, have yourself a great, safe rest of your day. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Hey, bye! That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.